Thank you for watching the gaming whole podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to get a clean take on this, guys. <laughs> I can work. Jake, as your friend, I've, I've never been more proud. From across all corners of our fair planet Earth, welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and decree for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy! Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I'm your host from sunny, chilly Sydney, Australia. My name is Jake Innes, and joining me uh, is my co-host, all the way from Sweden, it is Martin. Martin, how are you? It, it is. I'm quite fine, Jake. How are you? Good, good. I, I'm very good. Uh, joining us from San Diego, California, we have Eric Badur. Badur, my friend. Badur, Eric, how are you? What if... Eric. Everyone always has pleasantries and just goes, oh, I'm good, how are you? But what if I just started going, like, I'm doing, like, real bad, guys? Like, oh, I'm man. having, like, a real tough time today. I'm just not having the day that I thought I was going to have, but, you know, hopefully it all turns around from here. Eric, buddy, what's wrong? It's like when it's like when you ask, on the internet, every conversation starts with, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. And that and everything could have happened. Yeah. Like, they, exactly. they, they could have just uh, won the lottery. They could have just gotten a cool game. They, they could have even been shaken. They could have been dead wrong and shaken it up in the cemetery. But still, they would uh, they would sell say uh, nothing much. Sup with you? Sup I'm all about you. I'm all about honesty. I'm all about just you know say say what kind of day you're really having. I'm having an okay day, so well, I'm I, doing so I'm doing okay. I really appreciate that, Eric. There you go. Uh, joining us also from Sydney, Australia, is my lovely young brother Zach Ennis. Just Hello. a young just a young man, and here he is. Here is this is Zach. Hello. Hello. Aren't you, aren't you going to ask how I am? I'm. I don't. I don't fucking care, Zach. Zach I want to. Zach, how are you? <laughs> well, hang the sails at half mast because I am hungover this morning, and it is from. Does anyone know Captain Morgan's spiced rum? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's too easy to drink. It is, isn't it? <laughs> you mix it with Coca-Cola, and it tastes like vanilla Coke. I don't even like Coca-Cola that much, but. You know, other than that, I'm having a pretty good day. Cool. It's a good day. I mean, I can tell from your experiences with Captain Morgan that you have obviously never tried Mintu. Am I correct? No, I haven't. I haven't tried Mintu. No. Perque le Mintu. Yeah. What is it? Uh, it's a it's a liquor of sorts. Um, it kind of tastes like the uh, stuff you rinse your mouth uh, with after you brush your teeth. Listerine. God. Yeah, yeah, exactly, kind of <laughs> like that, but it's much, it's much sweeter, obviously, and um, is it like kind of, like peppermint schnapps? Yeah, something, per, something like, that. like that. It's a huh. Finnish thing. Yeah, it is. Um, Satana it's very. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's very easy to drink, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> it's something that you should steer clear of, anyways. I didn't even know why I brought that up. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Joining us is special guest Last Cody, all the way from Georgia. Uh, Georgia, where, where in is Georgia a state? Georgia, Georgia is, is a state. state. Yes. <laughs> what? What kind of question is that? 
Cody, my sweet boy, how are you? I'm doing good. You might know Cody from the Ice Cream Stories game stream, which I have appeared on a few times, and I think Zach has as well. Uh, but Cody, uh, it's very nice to have you on. We're going to talk about some vid games. Definitely, definitely. Hell yes. So gentlemen, we've talked about Mintu, we've talked about Rum, but now now we talk about the Wii U, because that's, that's just been like announced in a big way. Oh yeah. Detail. Detail-wise. Mm. We have prices, we have launch lineup, we have post-launch lineup, which seems to be pretty close to launch lineup, actually, which is nice. I don't it's... get that. They ha they don't have a launch... They say, like, oh, like, these games are available, like, on launch day, but then we have, like, a launch window. Like, who? Th what the fuck is a launch window? Like, yeah. four months? Like, four months? So don't buy the system until after four months? Like, what do you... <laughs> what, what is what is a launch window? The, I mean, the Vita has... It had its launch titles, and then it had Gravity Rush. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that is still the story of the the Vita to this day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are recording on the 15th of September, uh, 2012. That is still the story of the Vita. Pretty much. Oh, no, they, they I mean, they did a port of Disgaea 3, but, you know, that was a, uh, that was a PSP game. That was a, that was a, that was a game that came out a few years ago, so, yeah, good job on that. But... The Wii U, I mean, it's got a huge list of games that are set for it, which is good to see. Well, I didn't even see what games, like, they announced, except I saw they said Bayonetta 2, which is going to yeah. be a Wii U exclusive, which is yeah. fucking crazy. That's so, yeah, like, yeah. to me, that's huge. How about that? That's God really damn. cool. Talk about a system mover. Yeah, that's pretty rad. And uh, I'm sure it'll play, like, really fun on the Wii U. The Wii U handles, like, really well. Like, I don't know. It was fun to play when I played it. But, I don't know, I, I guess we'll see how Bayonetta plays on that. Yeah, you're, you'd be the only one that's actually had hands-on. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, whatever, so you know, I played the Wii U, no big deal, guys, whatever, no big deal. Whatever, come at me. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm just, I'm just really curious about how it's actually gonna play on the Wii U. Because you have your big controller that has, like, the big screen on it, so... It's gonna implement like the big screen somehow, I guess, and then it has controls on the side, so it'll control like the regular game, and then like you hit stuff on the screen, like you'll like be able to draw shit. I don't know. But confirmed, we do have Eric Badur on uh, Scribble Notes. What is it? What, what's the, what's the Wii title called? Scribble Notes Ultra. Unlimited. Uh, unlimited. Unlimited. Yes. Yep, I'll be in that. I'm in Eric that B game. Eric Badur, Garrett Hunter, and all the Mega Sixty Four boys are confirmed for that. Yep. Game. Oh. We we tested it at uh, we tested it at E3, and it is we are in there. Nice. You are up in that game. No doubt, no doubt. So launch titles we have uh, Nintendo. What is it called? Nintendo Land. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got mm. Nintendo Land, which is which you're not <laughs> gonna have to pay for if you get the. Uh, they're coming out with two packs. They're coming out with the basic pack, which is uh, the price seems to vary from country to country. It seems to be. Most expensive here in Australia. How much is it? How much is it in Australia? For the basic? Yep, three fifty yep. for the basic. But that's better than most things that we get at launch, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we we have GST here, general whatever tax. State tax. It's usually general tax. state tax, yeah, or government state tax, yeah. rather. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my uh, acronyms all right here. Oh. Uh, but yeah, we have we have we have the basic system and we have the premium system, which is going for four hundred and twenty nine ninety five. And, you know, yeah, the, I mean, the Australian dollar is still worth more than the US dollar. 
So, what the fuck? Yeah, we get taxed up the fucking wazoo in this country. It's ridiculous. But, How much was the PS3 at launch in Australia? Oh, man. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. $1,000. No, it wasn't that. Was it, was it that much? I, can't I think so. I think it was $800 to $1,000. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, God. But, but that, was, that was just like in the first few weeks or something. And like, nobody it, bought it. You'd like see. You'd have one friend that had a PS3, and you'd be like, "Hey, buddy, fuck you. How are you enjoying all your games?" <laughs> it's like it's like I spent a thousand dollars on this piece of shit, and I have no fucking games. And then PS3 has no games. <laughs> Martin, we don't want to create a shitstorm. PS3 has plenty nice, playable games that are exclusives, but the Vita doesn't. But it's not. It's not their fault. I mean, it's. I think that. I'd rather wait to have some good games than have a shitty launch with like you know a bunch of games that I don't really want. You can play like you can play like Lair. Yeah. You can like you, yeah, you, you don't even you, can. you don't even have to like press a button. You can just use the you can just use the six axis and you can fl Hell yeah. you, you can fly that dragon and you yeah. don't even you don't even press a, a button. You can just you can fly that dragon with with the six axis and, and that, launch. That that's what I like. When I play my video games, I don't like to press any buttons. No. So I just like to wave my hands and kind of like move a thing. Uh, just like the less buttons I can hit, the better. Yeah. So uh, more of that, please. Yeah. For years, I'd be playing a game and I'd move my controller, like hoping, yeah. like when I was playing Mario Kart or something, I'd turn my shoulders and I'd move my controller and it didn't do anything. But now that uh... I can do that, it's, it's all good. Finally. <laughs> If I throw my control up in the air, Mario did not jump. Nope. <laughs> he did not become airborne, and mm -hmm. that that made me so sad. Mm -hmm. How much uh, did you say the uh, Wii U was going to cost in Australia? Okay, we well we got the basic package, which is going to be yep. three hundred and fifty around three hundred and fifty, or you know, yep. around forty nine, and then we've got our premium deluxe set, which is four hundred and twenty nine ninety five. That comes okay. with that comes with Nintendo Land and extra storage and. HDMI cables and all the other all the other things and yeah you know uh, that's the one I'll probably get yeah because it, it's, um, bla it's black and I want to try Nintendo Land it looks like a fun thing it's that, black that, it, <laughs> yeah, that's oh. not the reason God that's not the reason okay I promise that's not the reason but um uh, no I mean I want to try Nintendo Land why not eight gig I'd run out pretty quick but who knows but th it looks like it I mean with the Wii U with what I've been able to see. I watched the uh, European Nintendo Direct Conference with Satoru Shibata, uh, who is the president of Nintendo Europe over in Germany. Uh, and it's funny. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Actually, uh, any of you out there who, who aren't from Europe or Australia who haven't seen the Nintendo Direct uh, European Conference, uh, Satoru Shibata has this... Um, this almost it's like a stand-up comedy routine where Satoru Iwata, uh, president of Nintendo of Japan, literally teleports in next to him and they have a conversation with each other but they're both facing the camera. What the fuck? And, and <laughs> I Iwata is like, I guess you could say that we are the double Satorus. Wow. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. It, it, it is, I mean, I, I can't have my, del my delivery is never going to be as good as Mr. Iwata's or uh, No way, I thought, I thought, I thought that was a great, I thought that was a great Iwata impression. I don't know anyone who could do a better Iwata impression. 
Mm. Oh, thank you very much. Uh-huh. But, but uh, uh, Shibata-san, Satoru Shibata, he has his own mannerisms as well. I, I don't know what it is, just... Nintendo has the most charismatic leaders in each of their divisions. You've got, you've got fucking Reggie Filme, big old Pizza Hut boss, who is just the most terrifying, towering man, man I've ever come across, and I, I think I'm in love with him just because of his, his stature. Who doesn't love Reggie? Yeah, really. Everybody loves Reggie. Mhm. Mm with his poised figure and outstretched his rigid arms. His permanently ready body. <laughs> Seriously, the Reggie stance is to be in that in that stocky suit with shoulder with like he has a square figure. Just those he's got he doesn't need, Reggie does not need shoulder pads. That's all I need to say about that. Exactly. He, he permanent when he permanently has his arms stretched out at a 90 degree angle and uh, with his palms uh, with his palms up and that that is just reggie all the time that is he doesn't move from that from that place occasionally he'll bring his hands in to his chest to join with his other hand and then they'll come back out at a 90 degree angle again and they won't leave that but then you just have you have the stare you have the reggie stare which is that that is what uh, captured my heart personally i love you reggie uh, but you have Reggie, and you have you have Miyamoto, who's the happiest motherfucker in the world. Who how can, <laughs> how can you not love Shigeru Miyamoto? You know he's he's just like he is the cheeriest guy. He made uh, with Tezuka-san. He also made you know Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong and Legend of Zelda, Pikmin, and he's just like the happy uncle, isn't he? Like, every time he comes onto the stage, everyone's smiling. He's like, oh, it's Miyamoto-san. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> he's just like, he's like a nice uncle. Was that your German accent right there? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 well, I wasn't aware I was doing a German accent, but... It, it kind of sounded like that. I was I like, guess. oh, I love you, uh, uh, Miyamoto-san. Is that, Martin, is that your German accent? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you got Miyamoto uh, and Satoru Iwata who always talks in very exact stanzas but please don't bury me you can try it too Eric please give me your best Iwata impression now I know that you want to see the Wii U and now we will show it to you but that's what you're thinking. Was that good? That sounded like Bruce Lee, but that was good. Fuck. It, it was like it was like a it was like hey, a. Then I do a very good Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. Become water, my friend. Water, water flow through rock. Now I'm getting racist. I apologize. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not. We are just doing direct impressions of Satoru Iwata and Bruce Lee. But no, that that was like that was like a Hong Kong Iwata. It was good. Oh, cool. Uh, well, hey, just. Uh, I've been playing Sleeping Dogs, but we can get to that later. Hell yeah. That's that's the segue that I'm going to put on ice for now. It's going in the freezer. Boom. Yeah, we'll thaw it out later on in this Gaming Cold podcast. He sounds like a Japanese Kirk. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> You're right! Yeah! He is! You're absolutely right! Wow, what a, re uh, what, what a revelation. Fuck yeah. Dude, you are on to something. Didn't did not even occur to me, but you're absolutely right. 
I just, all I could hear was the pacing that everyone's doing, and whenever I see the conference, I'm just like, fuck. It's, it's Japanese Kirk. Wow. Shatner and, and Iwata need to be, uh, meet up for sure. But please, I know that you have played many Nintendo games, but you have not heard from Ras Cody. Cody, please, let me hear your Iwata impression. But you see, wipe all thoughts of vid games from your mind, and I will show you what Nintendo will revolutionize with our controller, which is very expensive. <laughs> it is. It's fucking expensive. <laughs> You're right. That, that does sound like Bruce Lee. You're right. That was another Hong Kong Iwata. <laughs> it was. It was. I did. Hey, me and Cody, Bruce, a couple of Bruce Lee guys. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But no, you brought up a very good impression. Uh, impression. <laughs> you, brought up a, you brought up a very good point there, Cody. Uh, uh, and that is that, you, I mean, they, they won't have support for it for a while, but when they start bringing out support for more than one Wii U controller, like particularly the one with the big screen and everything, uh, buying a second one of those is going to cost you like $130. Fuck! Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lot of technology in that one. It's, it's pretty much like, you know, I mean, there's an LCD screen in it, and I can kind of see why it would be about a hundred dollars. But yeah, it's mm. it's it's not it's, cheap. But it's like an iPad with a controller, like on the sides of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're it's touching most, it, you're doing stuff. So it's, it's not expensive. the most outrageous thing, but yeah, it's definitely it's not cheap either. But you know, yeah. I don't feel it's at a point where at least they've announced that they're going to eventually start supporting games where you can use more than one Wii U controller. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I mean when. Last year, no, this year, earlier this year, when we when the Wii U came out, the first thing they said was, "There's not gonna, you know, there's not gonna be support for more than one Wii U controller. Everyone else will have to use Wii controllers or, or the uh, whatever they call what do they call the classic controller or the Pro controller? Classic controller, I think. Classic. It, 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 it's it's like a yeah. white 360 looking controller, but oh, right. slightly con uh, consolidated with the right. It, it's. It's got the right analog stick like above the buttons. It's, 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 oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays. But no, I mean they initially said that they they would only have support on the console for one Wii U controller. But I'm glad they've found a way around that tech-wise. But moving on, Martin, <laughs> please deliver to me your best Iwata impression. Now. <laughs> Getting off on a good start here, fellas. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Martin. <laughs> now, we will show you the technological aspects of the Wii U that will revolutionize the gaming industry. That was also that was also very Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Why are we so Chinese? I thought it You're, sounded like hey. a, a Chinese Raymond. <laughs> Shouts out Raymond Twenty. Big up the Federation. <laughs> oh man, Zach, are you gonna are you gonna do us right here? Are you gonna give us an actual uh, Iwata impression? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, dig it! Oh. I dig it. Good job, Zach. All right, moving on. <laughs> or do you actually have Do you actually have one for us? Oh, as a, I was gonna just do Macho Man Randy Savage the whole time, but. Alright, cool, then we will move on. Oh. 
<laughs> so let's let's get back to these uh, launch titles. I've I, I've got the wiki open right now. I'm looking. There's a lot of planned stuff, but yeah, Bayonetta 2 is definitely that's the big one, isn't it? I mean, I think so. The first Bayonetta on the 360, the PS3 version was kind of broken, mm -hmm. but the 360 Bayonetta, God, that was a good game. It was a lot of fun. It was really really cool. I thought it, it I thought it was a I thought it was just a really different kind of game, and it was it was fun for what it was. It was so fast, like, it just never stopped. Mm -mm. And it just got more and more ridiculous as it went on. Yep. Which I also liked. Uh, so the other, um, you've got Super Mario Bros. U. Mm -hmm. Which, or New, New Super Mario Bros. U. Which, you know, I, I've, I've been playing New Super Mario Bros. 2 on the 3DS, and I really like that, so I'll be happy to have an HD version of that with new... <laughs> You know, new features and whatever. It, you know, it's we know what we're getting. We know what we're getting. I just yeah. hope that the multiplayer is network, and that it works really seamlessly, and that I can play with all you guys and girls. Uh, you know, over the Wii U when it comes out, we can all play that together. I really hope that's going to be an easy thing to do. I hope so too. I I think that's something that uh, that Nintendo kind of lacked was a lot of uh, I guess online support stuff i mean you had you had the ability to play online with people if you had each other's friend codes or whatever like what a convoluted concept yeah on the way but exactly. every, every single game had a different friend code yeah i mean is uh, how absurd is that yeah why, why would you do it that way so i don't know i'm sure they'll have a i'm sure their system will be improved this time and there won't be anything to worry about so and look i get i get what nintendo's angle was back in the day with this that they wanted to protect kids online and stuff like that and that's that's a totally good point but it was just their infrastructure workaround for that just was not it was it just wasn't I mean Nintendo have been doing online consoles longer than anyone anyone else in the industry the original Famicom in J Japan was online with satellite services uh, so was the Super Famicom you know they've been doing it longer than anyone else Mm -hmm. in the console market. I mean, they're, they're teaming up with some American company to get networking in place for the Nintendo Network for 3DS and Wii U this time around, aren't they? Like, they're getting a special company to provide an infrastructure for them, and I wish I remembered the name of that company. AT&T. <coughs> no, I don't think it's AT&T. <laughs> hey, Eric, what is it like? Uh, Eric and Cody, because we've got two Americans up in this podcast uh, shaking their booties up in the cemetery. What is it like, um, cell phone providers in the U.S.? You guys get more royally fucked than anyone else in, in the world. Don't I think we I think we get less fucked than Canada, oh, but really? only yeah, but only slightly. Um, it's not it's not good. I had to when I moved to where I'm living now. I had to change my provider from Verizon to AT and T because Verizon just didn't service my area. So when I called what? Verizon, yeah, when Verizon, you, you moved from like. You're like in the OC, weren't you? you oh yeah, I was in Orange County and moved, and moved to San Diego. They didn't service my area, specifically where I live. I got no signal, so Jesus. I called them. I called them and I said, "Hey, I need to do something about this signal." And they said, uh, "Okay, well, you can buy this relay thing." And I said, "Okay, well, I've been a customer, and this is kind of a make or break for me. So, is there a deal you can cut me?" And they said, "Yeah, you can buy it for two hundred and fifty dollars." What? And, Wait, and I, the, uh, you what? A one-person mobile. It's a uh, relay thing that you plug in, like, at your house to, like, your internet, I guess, and it's supposed what? to boost your... Si now, here's the thing. It's supposed to boost your signal. And so I was talking to the lady on the phone, and I said, 
okay, so I have no signal where I live, and this is gonna give me signal? And she said, oh, you don't have any signal at all? I said, no, not really. And she said, oh, then this isn't gonna do anything for you. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and cancel my service with you and go over to AT&T. So now I'm with AT&T, because I got, I had an iPhone that was given to me, and uh, so I didn't have to sign a contract or anything. I just had to get a provider. And AT&T has service where I live, sort of. Better than it, Verizon did, so that's it. I mean, it's it sucks, but you just kind of live with it, I guess. I mean, the, my, my point was more that you guys get charged more than just about any oh, other country. My my cell phone bill is $93 a month. Yeah, that's that's even, that's more than Australia. I mean, I pay like what? maybe 60 to 80 for an expensive plan, you know what I mean? Wow. But I have unlimited texting, Jake. Oh shit, you can send all those text messages. Yeah, hey, I, who wants a text? I'll send it to them. You, it's not like you have the internet. No, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if yeah, but if girls are at work and they don't have the internet at work and I want to I want to talk to them and they want to talk to me, what are we supposed to do? Not text? Grow up, no, Jake. Grow you up. Inst- you take a picture oh. and you put 5000 fucking filters on it oh. and then you upload it to Instagram and then you also share that. You share that to your Facebook. So pe- Is it? then then people can tell you what you think. Be, you, Eric, you better put lots of fucking filters on that photo, I'll tell you. I'm telling I you right now. And also, is there a way I could make it a lower resolution and square? I hope so. It has to look like a, uh, a Polaroid, but it also has to look like it has weird film stock on each side of it. Not right. that it ever would, because you're not using a Super 8 camera to film yourself, because you're really using your iPhone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you're going to make it look like you're doing that. It's an expensive... That company made a lot of money. Good for you, Instagram. They have, haven't they? Yeah, good job. You know exactly how girls want to look in pictures. Kudos to you. Yep. Uh, Cody, how is it down south in Georgia? I hope in Georgia? Was... Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Well, I have Verizon, and I don't have a smartphone. I have yet to get a smartphone yet. I still have a NV3 LG. Still have a stupid phone. A... Like a dumb it, it, phone. It, it's you're it's up, a you're dumb up, phone. You're up in that Simeon. Yeah. yeah, but I love it because it never breaks, and it's like a tank. I dropped that thing from like ten feet. It, where, it not... where are you? Where are you? Often ten feet off the ground to drop the phone. Are you like seven feet and you have like a three foot reach? <laughs> well, there's there's a thing I do occasionally that I actually got into. It's called parkour and free running. Uh, yeah, sick, sick, yeah. bro. Sick. And when I started. I forgot to remove things from my pocket. <laughs> uh, that's not a thing you need you need to do. That follows with my next question. Cody, can you do sick parkour? I already had that one written down. Uh I can do basics. I've only been doing it for a year and man, I like some of my uh, friends that have been doing it for longer than me. They're insane. But like uh trick wise, I can do a standing front flip and that took me like 5 months. Jeez. Damn. Yeah. Good job, Cody. I can hardly Thank even you. walk a straight line. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> Zach, how are you with walking that straight line right now? Walking what straight line? <laughs> like if, if if you were asked to by a member of the law right now. Oh, uh, I'd do pretty well, but I'd question why first. And <laughs> I'd probably, and they'd probably get very upset. Yeah. yeah. Fuck authority. Yeah. <laughs> Why, bro? Why, bro? I'm not drunk, bro. I'm fine. Two beers, bro. Two beers. Let's fucking go. Fuck, how do you know my excuse? 
How many drinks you had tonight, mate? Oh, I've only had like two beers at home. Are you sure, mate? Yeah, I'm totally sure. And my friend next to me would just go <laughs> all over the place. And I'd be like, he hasn't had two beers, but I have. Let <laughs> me <laughs> see how it goes. But, oh, man. See, in, in America, could... you can just keep repeating, oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was America. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We have a similar phrase here, but it's it involves the C word, and you start off, you start it with Stryer. <laughs> fucking Stryer, cunt. It's Stryer fucking Stryer, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the only one syllable is needed for Australia in this instance. I like it. Stryer. 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 <laughs> Perfect. That was perfect one. Eric? Stay it! Cl uh, try and remove the... Just try again. Hold on. It's... <laughs> Fucking stray, cunt. Fuck, fuck it, stray, cunt. Yeah, excellent. What? Cody? Stray, cunt. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, you put a southern thing on yeah, it. Yeah, you had like a southern... <laughs> you said like southern cunt. That's got nice. Good old boy up in here. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite <laughs> Skinnered album, Cody? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't critique myself on that. If you could, if you could name one Skinnerd album right now, I'd be so impressed with you. All right, my, guys, I have to put this on pause for one second. My cat took a shit in the litter box, and I cannot record the rest of this podcast. It's cat shit. He didn't speak for the rest of the podcast with cat food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you have to. Yeah, how does it smell? It smell like cat shit? Does it taste like cat shit? <laughs> I have to confirm. Podcast episode 17. I have not been eating cat shit just now. Boo! I just, I flushed some down the toilet. I'm sorry, guys. Thought you were cool, Jake. Yeah, Jake. I'm fucking committed. I will not get toxic. No. There, there are a lot of things I'll do for this podcast, but getting toxoplasmosis and dying will not be one of them. But it's okay because uh, uh, you yeah. just get someone else's shit and put it in you. We've discussed this before. Yeah, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Would you do it? Would you into, eat the shit or into put the bacteria shit in therapy? Yeah. <laughs> what would I do? Well, yeah. I'd do neither of those, those things with cat shit. But if I wanted to like increase my health, mm -hmm. then I, I, I would have the shit would have to go up my butt. Wait, hold on. If there was proven, like if there, if it was proven that cat shit was good for you, would you guys eat cat shit? I'd, no, question, I'd question How good? That. How good would it be for me? Like, It'd have to be like really good for me. Like really good, like as in it should be a key part of your diet. Hmm. Does it cure cancer? Fuck if yeah, why not? If it cured cancer, I would eat cat shit. But I, I think maybe I think maybe short of that, I don't you, know what, what I would do. What if it delayed cancer or reduced the probability to like, you know, 95% chance of not happening? pass wow it would have to be i would have to know the cat and i would have to you'd have to know its regular diet yeah uh, patents uh i would also have to put the cat <laughs> like the cat shit that's been in kitty litter i would have to put that next to what are those can't like the candy things Ro uh roke oh fuck what are they called rock candy no it's like roka God damn it. It looks like cat shit. It's candy that looks R like cat shit. <laughs> God damn, what is it called? It looks like cat shit, and I'd have to put the cat shit next to the candy that looks like cat shit, and then close my eyes and pick one and eat it. And like, and I would be okay with it. 
Hey, guys and girls, write into us, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know which candy out there looks like catch it. Is Eric Badua talking out of his asshole no, right it's, now? It's really legitimate, and it's Roca... Roca... Almond... Almond... No. What is... Roca? Almond Roca? Is this Rock-a-ware. a thing? Rockaware. I think it's Rockaware. Rockaware looks like cat shit, so I'd have to put cat shit next to Rockaware, and then I'd have to wear the cat shit. <laughs> <laughs> So Pikmin 3 is coming out for the, uh, for the Wii U. Beautiful, beautiful transition, Jake. Glorious. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, it's coming out. Th- that is a game I'm looking forward to. Uh, Zach, I know you're a big Pikmin fan. You played the first and second ones to death. Mm. I, com- I play that game to... Oh, I played the first one. I remember getting it here. And not many people actually picked up Pikmin in Australia, which was surprising. And, um, yeah, when I went into AV Games, because I read about it and things like that, and I was like, oh, yeah, do you have Pikmin? And half the AV Games stores say, no, we don't stock Pikmin, because, for whatever reason. So I'd be like, all right. And I eventually found one. And then I put it, I remember putting it in my GameCube and playing it for, like, at least two weeks straight. Maybe in those two weeks, I got a maximum of eight hours sleep. It was one of the funnest games I've ever played. And it's just ridiculous. It's so addictive. So ridiculously addictive. Did anyone else here play Pikmin 1 and 2? God, God no. No? Oh, man. I, I loved the first one when that came out on GameCube, but there were things that it was lacking, which Pikmin 2 really took care of and made it a much, much better game. True. So I'd have to recommend Pikmin 2 to everyone out there, for sure. Good game. Is that on the GameCube? Uh, it's on the GameCube. It got re-released on the Wii as well. What do you do? Like you like take plant people and like oh, make but that's stuff that's yourself? that's a point actually. That's the the re, the Wii re-release of that in the US. That's been like majorly delayed. It's I don't know if if, it, if it's even coming out, but it came out years ago here, and I think now it's just almost maybe coming out in the US. Maybe not. It got caught up in some kind of red tape somehow. I don't know. Yeah, Australia number one. <laughs> Straight. We cut. did it. We did it. We did it in this one particular small instance. <laughs> Go us. I I don't know. What do you what do you do in Pikmin? Like you have like little plant dudes and like yeah, you, you try to build a rocket ship or some shit. Well, yeah, but you pick out your little plant dudes and they can grow to a certain size. These that and there's all these variable factors, and then you, um, of course, to go pick up the spaceship parts and such and other necessities and things to make more Pikmin. It's kind of. You have to battle, like, enemies, and some will, like, you'll gain, like, an emotional attachment to your flock. Like, you're like a shepherd, pretty much. And then, like, some big-ass ladybug thing will come in and just start eating all your dudes, and you feel really shitty, and then something... Yeah, no. You get so attached to them as well. Yeah, I did. I know I did. That's sad. I don't want a ladybug to eat my friends. Yeah, but that's the thing. They eat all your friends, and they make really cute noises, and... Then when they're dying, they're also cute, and then their little they, ghosts whisper. Oh, away. that's the saddest part. Yeah. When their little Pikmin ghosts just rise up from, from their lifeless, eaten corpse. Mm. <laughs> We're making this sound like a really morbid game. Yeah, definitely. I kind, I'm kind of like sold on it now. <laughs> <laughs> what if, if I, I told you it was all brown and um, blue, and it was I don't know everyone was a really big space marine. And they're trying to rebuild their space marine rocket ship. Uh, th- I would be really into that if there was cover I could hide behind with my gun. Yeah, and the, sh- cover but, but I can the cover was knee high. It's all knee high, and there's rooms full of it. 
Oh, dude. Yeah, why haven't I played this game? This sounds like super new. This is good. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like the kind of game Martin would love. <laughs> Martin, Pikmin 3, there's so much knee high, so many knee high walls for you to hide behind. You're going to love it. A plus from Sweden. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. So, um, uh,. Did you guys play Epic Mickey, the first Epic Mickey game? The the one on Wii? No. Um, the one on Wii, yeah. Yeah. What'd you no. think of that? I thought it was cool. I love Disneyland, so I like Mickey Mouse. And uh, I thought it was really fun for what it was doing, but I thought it I thought it lacked, you know, quite a bit for being like a, like a really good game, I guess. I enjoyed it. Well, there's a second one coming out soon. Yes, uh, there is. Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two, which is... That's a weird title, but... Mm -hmm. um, that's that's what the title is. I, I can't figure out if it's going to be a Wii game or a Wii U game, or they're going to release it on both platforms. Uh, I, I bet you know. I I would actually. say that they're doing both. I would assume they're probably doing and both. That might actually make the Wii version of Epic Mickey Two might actually that might actually make it the last Wii game. Yeah, maybe it might be for, uh, for Western territories. It it looks fun. They're also making another Mickey game <coughs> that. That's like based on that. What was that? Sega Castle, whatever. Mickey Castle Mouse. Illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're making a sequel to that on the, on the DS. On the, on the Genesis slash Mega Drive. Yeah, and it, the they're Super making the, games as well. They're they're making that sequel on the DS. Yeah, the 3DS. I cannot yeah. wait for that game. That, that that was supposedly really cool. Rocco played it at uh, PAX, and he had you know really good things to say about it. But he said that the demo is like. He had to sit through like so much cutscene to get to like the actual game. It was just really strange. That seems like a really strange thing to do on a, uh, on a demo that you'd get 15 minutes for. Yeah. Like not consolidated. Oh, next better luck next time. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the game. Hell yes. Mm -hmm. can't, I can't wait for a Disney game like that. Those all those 16-bit era Disney games were so good. Castle of Illusion. Uh, yeah, excellent, excellent games. Yes, Zach. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? How dare you? How dare yes, I what? Zach. Just sit, How... you got you got plenty to say about Pikmin, but nothing to say about old Mickey Mouse. Well, I really want to play that game. I never got around to it though. But I do. Mick, Mickey Mouse is a great symbol, I guess. But you know what? That's nothing to Zumba Fitness Core that's coming out in October 30. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was the next one I was going to, obviously. Yeah. Zumba Fitness. Zumba Fitness Core. Come on, guys. Who doesn't want, like, I'm just looking at the track list that they got there, and they've got Bob Marley's Jammin' on there. Oh, fuck you me. Can, yes. You can it out to Jammin'. Last Cody, do you Zumba? No. No? Thank you, Cody. How do you keep fit? Uh, yeah. How do you keep fit? How do you keep that trim physique? Yeah, if you don't Zumba. Yeah. Idiot. I want an answer. I'm not going to stop. Dumbass I'm sorry. geek. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't push this. How are you, you going to get that Brazilian booty without Zumba, Cody? You dope. Cody, what you need to do, you need to travel to Rio de Janeiro. You need to get on that Zumba. You need to you need to get all up in that Zumba. And you need to do that Zumba. You need to get a couple shake weights because I hear that's better if you're Zumba with. I'm gonna wreck it! Right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Jesus Christ. I honestly Christ. don't know what Zumba even is. I've just only <laughs> seen the box art. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a South American style of jazzercise, pretty yep. much. Yep. It's like uh, it's like fun, funky aerobics for uh, women who think they're as hot as the women who actually do Zumba in the video. Just basically imagine dancing to the Samba de Amigo soundtrack. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Man, that would be fun. I'm going to start dancing the Samba de Amigo soundtrack. Fuck I've yeah. Been, I've been playing the Wii version of that <laughs> a lot lately. That was a lot of work that went into that game, especially <laughs> remaking the soundtrack. And uh, I, did you have? Did you get the Maraca accessory? No, no, I didn't. You can I go fuck yourself. Well, I never had the I never had the Dreamcast version. I never had that box set. I didn't get all up in it. Yeah. So I apologize for that. I always did want that actually when that was on the Dreamcast way back in the day. Uh, but that huge box set, even like a year after it came out, was commanding a lot of money, mm. like over a hundred dollars. I think it still is actually. Oh yeah, easily. But um, yeah, they did a lot of changes for the Wii version, and you know I'm getting a good bicep and tricep workout, guys. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I bet you look really cool with one arm that's, like, real buff. I yeah, have that well, anyway. I'm holding that nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Zach, yeah. left or right? It varies. <laughs> haven't you guys oh, see, ever... Hey, have, haven't you guys ever done The Lonely Stranger? <laughs> <laughs> you, you get your left hand and you sit yeah, on it. Yeah, you sit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Martin knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Martin's a, yeah, Martin's a fucking expert. <laughs> <laughs> of course. See, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. so, yeah, I can't wait for those Wii U games. Yeah, Tank Tank Tank, that's coming out. Namco Bandai, can't wait for that. Uh -huh. You guys ever oh. play Tank Tank Tank? God, no. Yeah. Tank 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 is a fucking excellent arcade game. Uh, that was really only released in Japan, but there is one. There is a cab in Australia still in Sydney. Didn't we play that once? Yeah, that it, ruled. God, God, that game's fun. It's basically you're, you're in it. It's arcade. You're in a tank. You're shooting bi big fucking monsters. That's it. Oh, that sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun, and I can't wait for it to come out on the Wii U. That's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those cheaper titles. It's gonna be one that's gonna go under the radar. People might not give a fuck about it. But hey, Tank 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 on the Wii U. It's got my vote. That sounds like fun. I'm sold! I'm gonna play Tank Tank Tank, World of Tanks. Hell yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, there's Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. That's gonna it, be like... Is that good, Japan only, or what? We, yeah, we, we won't hear anything from the good nation of Japan for another six months after that no. comes out, I'm sure. What is with them in that game? I don't know. There, there will be no like Japanese Pokemon, man. It's like Pokemon or something? I don't get it. Is it coming out in America? Yeah, they announced it for the U.S. I kind of want to play it because I want to know what the fuck it's all about. Cody, you're a Monster Hunter player, aren't you? Uh, I played the one. I played Unity on PSP, and uh, I think that was the name, or Unite, something like that. It's basically, hey, there's this big monster out in this place. You can play co-op. You can play by yourself. Go kill it, and take its body and turn it into armor or weapons. And then Pete. There's like there can be a lot of lead up to training to beat this, you know, go out and get this monster as well, right? Oh yeah, it's an RPG. You're also leaving out the part where you have to run for forty fucking minutes one way to beat <laughs> yeah. the monster in the first place. 
Uh, Martin sounds like he has some experience with this game. Yeah, I that's do. That's part, that's part of the magic, though, isn't it, Martin? It's what well, makes it an epic quest, surely, being a nomad. Well, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I can appreciate <laughs> that in Shadow of the Colossus. That's, that's an entirely different game, but Monster Hunter? No, that's not for me at all. You heard it here first. Martin oh. it, Martin hates Monster Hunter with all his being, but is all about Shadow of the Colossus. You're never gonna be able to move to Japan now, Martin. They won't let Martin. you in. They won't. It's true. Yeah. If if you if you're not if you're not a fan of Monster Hunter or Draku, you're not gonna get in. Yeah, dude. Monster Hunter, get in or get out. Dra uh, just for a little side note, there, listeners. Uh, Draku is uh, the slang for what everyone calls Dragon Quest in Japan. Oh, really? Really? I didn't yeah. know yep. that. Draku. Huh. Martin, do you not like Dragon Quest? <laughs> of course I know about Dragon Quest. No, but do you, but do you like it? <laughs> do you like it? Do you like it? I, Is, I, I like just it. Dragon Quest? Yeah, I do. We just want to know if it's nice, Martin. It is, it is. <laughs> okay. I think I, I, pl I played Dragon Quest Eight for like 60, 70 hours or something like that. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Martin, guess what? Your visa just got approved. Yeah! Good job, Martin. Thank you. Look out, Japan. Here comes Martin. Uh, so what else? We got uh, Mass Effect 3 Special Edition. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone's played that, right? That's yeah. like... That game was so bad. Was it really? Oh my god. Yeah. What a, what a, fu what a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it was like... What a... What like... You're a Mary Sue. You never lose. You never get anything wrong. And, like, you're never wrong throughout, like, the entire game. And you did it two other times before. And nobody still listens to you. It's, like, embarrassing to play. <laughs> it's so poorly written. But you, you can have sex with some alien bitches. Fuck yeah. I do that in my life, though. I don't need a game. Yeah. Martians. Yeah, dudes. What's up? Venusians. No Martians. Have, Here. Have you found any yet? You're, up, you're all up there with that rover. Yeah, dude. I'm up there fucking driving that thing around. Off-road fucking world of tank shit. Drive around, run over stuff, find, found some blueberries or something. You need then, to know, listeners, we can do anything through Skype these days. Yes. Yeah. yeah, idiots. Eric is on Mars. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, Batman Arkham City Armored Edition. I'll give that a go. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, mean, I heard that it's cool because you have your little controller in front of you and you, when you press the buttons, it's like, oh, it's like I actually have Batman's little, like, belt with me. That's Utility fun. belt, yes. Yeah, it's a little oh, belt. Yeah. Cool. Can you, can you strap it around your waist and then play with another controller? I better. Oh, I'd pay so much money for that game. <laughs> well, I, I, I did pay so much money for that game. I got the PS3 Special Edition with a really cool statue and everything, and mm. came, came with a Blu-ray of the Red Hood, you know, Batman vs. the Red Hood, or whatever it was. I still haven't watched that, actually. I thought, oh, really? I thought it was pretty good. I thought Batman vs. Red Hood was a pretty good uh, little anime cartoon thing. Mm. I got, actually, now that I think of it, I got two free Blu-rays with that Special Edition game. Like, I also got uh, Batman Gotham Knight, which oh, is fucking that's amazing. cool. That it's is that, so cool. It's that collection of short animations. It's like the Animatrix, but for Batman. Mm. Yeah. And it's got mm. all these Japanese studios, these Korean studios. God damn, it's so good. Did, it did you you watch? So you watched that, right? Yeah. He, I is love he that. going up against? Is it Deadshot? Yeah, yeah, and one of them he is. Yeah. I that was, that's that was uh, so cool. 
so good. Yeah, that, that's, that's fantastic. That's a, that's another thing that we haven't really gotten into much on the Gaming Cult podcast is that we're all massive Batman nuts. Like, I, I'm sure you, you know, Zach and you, Eric, you, you could go, you could go on about, you could go on about. Batman canon for fucking ages. Yeah, you, you want to get someone who really knows their stuff get, when Brian's back on here? Talk about Batman. Like, that, that'll that that'll go and go and go. I live for that. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Hey, hey, well, hey guys. Hey, guys. Who's this Batman character you're talking about? Because oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Ladder lapping. Sorry. Sorry, Mark. Cody, bring in the cross-cultural, uh, cross-cultural sensitivity here. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> no problem. So, uh, Cody, as we do with all our uh, guests, we, we must ask, please, what is your earliest gaming memory? Mm. Not necessarily a game or a system that you owned, maybe, but th- what's your earliest memory of a video game? Ooh, uh, let me think back. I, I, I think it was maybe when I was about three or so, and uh, we were over at like a... I guess it was a family's friend's house, but uh, I remember they had like an NES setup where it was just a, they had like this painted Mario cabinet and they had a small little TV there and they had NES there and they had like a bunch of games and stuff. And my sister and I think it was her friend, I cannot remember, were playing it. And then they handed me the controller and I was just playing Super Mario Brothers and that's the earliest, like my first into the gaming vid games realms. Wow, I, really? I played it. Yep. That was your first vid game? That was my first vid game. Oh shit. That that's that's surprising cuz you're you're 17, aren't you, Cody? You're quite a young yeah. sweet boy. And your first video game memory is still the original Super Mario Brothers on the NES. Yep, it is. That's and, crazy. Uh, Cody's 17? Yeah. You're younger you know, than me. You know what that means, yeah, yeah. Cody? Oh you know, yeah. Oh, you know yeah, what that yeah, means. You know, like, <laughs> you know what that yes. means? Yes! Yeah, that got so you may, excited. You may, you may just be the, the special guest, Cody, from the Ice Cream Stories uh, game stream, but please, you know what we want to hear. Baby, make a boom boom. Perfect! <laughs> 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 I have waited for this day. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. It was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> when you least expect it. You know what? I just might touch myself to it later. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have that. To, uh, now, now you know that that's happening, Cody. That uh, Zach will touch himself to you saying, baby, make a boom boom. And it can happen at any time. And, and it, he might be doing it right now. He might be you thinking about it and doing it I right might now. be doing it on your wedding day. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, might, he might be all dead wrong and doing it up in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> Dead wrong. Now, we've talked about this a bunch of times now. Martin, Eric, do you know what the fuck we're talking about? No, absolutely not. Okay, oh right. My God. Time for a diversion. Now, this was something that was brought to our attention by a good friend of ours called Brooks, who plays a lot of vid- video games with us when we're getting together, you know, gaming cult and we're playing on the Xbox and everything. And I've got to give a shout out to Brooks for this because he, he was the one that, that spread this amongst everyone like wildfire. Garrett favorited it here. Garrett favorited it on his uh, personal channel. Uh, it is a video called. Um, it's a beautiful video. I had to had to slow it down. There it is. I had to speed it up. The name of this video is called "Dead Wrong Teens Booty Shaking on People's Graves All uh, in the Cemetery." Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Oh, 
I totally forgot about it. <laughs> How could I forget about that? That's, That's awesome. so fucking wrong. It is. <laughs> I, <love> it. <laughs> I was disgusted as well. It was dead yeah. wrong. And they are all up in that cemetery. They yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They are booty shaking teens, for sure. <laughs> this has to be my favorite YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. The watermarks just make it. Hell yeah, worldstarhiphop.com. <laughs> There you go. You got to plug. You got to plug on the Gaming Court podcast too. Good on you. So good. Oh man! Just when all four, all four of those girls are on the same grave. And... Just doing it, man. No. Just doing it. For me, it's it's the panning shot. And it's just. <laughs> God, it's what what cinematic, man. In the words of a famous uh, video game commentator, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that video. TikTok! I like the way you make the beat! Wah, 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 wah! Yeah, that's a. That's a. Oh, so good. Oopsie hey. daisy! Drop it, baby! <laughs> where Nothing are they now? Nothing but class. Well, yeah, where are, where are those girls now? I hope yeah. they've gone on to lead rich, fulfilling lives. All in the cemetery. <laughs> No, it's if any of those girls out there are listening, kudos to you. Yeah, it's hey, right. hey, all you booty shaking teens that shake that shake your booty in the cemetery who are obviously listening to the Gaming Cult podcast, yep. cool, you're pretty cool. Keep on shaking that money shit. <laughs> 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 Keep shaking that money maker. That's it. Uh, it always fun. It always sounds funnier coming from you. Martin. Oh God, Martin, it's so good. Uh, Worldstarhiphop.com. Oh man. It's like, they're, they're like, seriously, they are the hip-hop version of E-Bomb's world. They are. But yeah. occasionally they do have, like, stuff that I want to see, which is like, Chris Brown fights some guy in a parking lot. And I'm like, I can't fucking find that anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I watch Chris Brown fight somebody in a parking lot. They're so. the hip-hop TMZ and E-Bomb's world all in one. They absolutely are. Big sh uh, shouts out to uh, hip-hop TMZ. Yeah. Do you remember when, oh god, the days of E-Bombs World, when I used to go there all the time, but god, their watermark on everything, it was like, this is our video, no it's not, Yeah. this is some Russian guy who's jumped off a fucking building, <laughs> on a swing, because mm. he was really bored in a fucking Russian housing estate, and <laughs> he wanted some excitement in his life, so he, t he tied two ends, of, uh, two ends of a swing to opposite ends of an open... 12-story apartment block. What the fuck? And he got, and he went out, and he went, and he went down, and he went out, and he swung back and forth, and he got, he got some girls to get on there as well, and they had good fun. I'm gonna link that one too. We're gonna get live reactions. Here we go. Okay. I want to see this. I'm gonna. There better, uh, there better be, there better be like some booty shaking on some graves in this video too. Or I'm gonna be like real yeah. upset. I, I can't promise that, but you never know. You never. Know. <sighs> It needs to be dead bodies. <laughs> that's that's quite the ask. <laughs> here we here we go. We we we're gonna we're gonna find the best of Russian YouTube here. This is gonna be a little segment for this uh, one one off only. Cody, you're very privileged to be uh, up up in this cemetery of a uh, segment. Thank you. Brain. Nailed it. Yep. So here we here we have a video called a very safe Russian slide. Just go ahead and YouTube search that, guys. A very safe Russian slide. Okay. I like the description. OMG. 
It's very apt. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh! That looks oh so my fun. God. That is exactly oh. what I was describing elaborately before with the swing. <laughs> that looks so ridiculously fun. <laughs> I like all the shrieking and screaming. I don't think that they've done proper OHNS uh, checks first before they started off with that. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to write a letter to someone. <laughs> I love her, like, scream. It's... Yeah. I've got oh, it on repeat. It's beautiful. It's genuine fear. I love it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they just. I don't. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch these people almost die. Like ah ah. ah yeah. Ah. No. They they do. And I'm gonna. Don't worry. I'm gonna. If you look on our Facebook uh, page, Facebook.com/slash Gamecult Podcast, I'm gonna be putting a bunch of links uh, in the comments here, and you'll see them. But it's it's just. What are these Russian teens doing? They just have yes. they have no fear of heights whatsoever. I, that is Jesus so cool. Christ. I'm like not even that? afraid of heights, but like seeing other people that high up makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Dead it's dead wrong. But anyway, when we move we move on from that. Uh YOLO, am I right, Zach? YOLO YOLO, hashtag swag. Hashtag Instagram filters. Hey, hey, when we were just saying YOLO, can you can you put the sound effect in where it goes whoop, 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 like that air horn thing, like when I'm at a club? <laughs> yeah, that that thing. Yeah. <laughs> put, like, put like those sound effects in. Yeah, like, no, uh, we were saying YOLO. so many so many sound effects right now. I don't even know. Yeah. YOLO. 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 Okay. YOLO. Okay, cool. Off We've. Again. <laughs> now that we've created an extra 30 minutes of post-production work for Jake. Yay! Us... <laughs> you're like you're like my Sean here. This is great. Yeah, God. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, there's a Wario game coming out for the Wii U. Can't okay. wait for that. Is it, and... is it like another WarioWare thing? Yeah, it's called Game and Wario, which is a really great title, I think. We'll, <laughs> we'll play the Game and Watch thing. It's, it's Gay Man Wario? Game. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you Wait, are Mr. Did... Gay after. Woo! Was that your gay man Wario impression? Uh, yeah, that was that was a razor. That was a razor Ramon slash Wario. Nice uh, crossover there. Did you like that button? Indeed, I did. Say say say. Say say say. So what what do you reckon? Have we talked about the Wii, Wii U enough? It's coming out. There's lots of games coming out. We talked about the uh, the system itself. It's got a gig. Of, it's got two gigs of memory, of two, as in two gigs of RAM. Uh, which is way more than any console so far. I mean, the the 360 had half a gig, and the PS3 had 256 megs of uh, of RAM. So the uh, the Wii U has uh, one gig of dedicated memory for the games, and one gig of de dedicated memory for apps such as the browser and OS and everything else. So you can actually run things in tandem if you like. So I, I think it's going to be a cool little multitasking thing, and I'm really excited to how they're going to work social networking into it, and mm -hmm. uh, the discs hold up to 25 gig, I think. So I don't, ah. they're not they're not Blu-ray, but there's some proprietary format, I think. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I if, I'm looking forward to the Wii U. I'm just imagining if I could get if they released a Zelda game that filled up an entire one of those discs. I don't think I'd need to play any other game again, depending on how it just, would be. Like, just a huge, huge, expansive Zelda game. Yeah, where you, where you run, adventure. Where you run for 40 minutes to get to where you need to be. <laughs> 40 minutes, that's small time. I want it to be, yeah. like, real life. I want to have to run for, like, 
Because let's let's face it, Hyrule can't be condensed into like you know the size of my suburb. So, we be- like, make it huge. Make it the size of a country. I want to. I want to take a solid few months to run across. Yeah, and have give fun. me. Give me the option to have a mirror world, just in case I want to be using a left-handed sword-bearing link like Canon decrees. Yeah. You know, he's, he's left-handed. I, I don't want him re- carrying the sword in the right hand. Just because I have to use a fucking Wii controller. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what they did with um, Twilight Princess, right? Yeah. Like, the GameCube version had him holding the sword in the left hand with um, with the world set accordingly and then for the Wii version they had him holding the sword in the right hand and they mirrored the whole game I didn't know that yeah that's Just, stupid it's it's very thorough is what I'll say <laughs> why does any why does anyone care about that what's it like to care about that what's it like to have like I guess nothing else to care about but that <laughs> uh that's sad. We'll, ne- we'll never know. I have to That's add something sad. regarding the Wii U as well. Um, you guys were talking about uh, the retail price for the Wii U in your respective oh, regions. Oh yeah, what's right? it like in Scandinavia? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the premium pack will retail for seven hundred and fifty-nine US dollars. Oh my god! Oh, so so my fuck you. What? <laughs> Dude, what is the fucking Krona doing to your country? Holy shit. Eat it. Is it like How? region locked is that, or is can, that... I, can I buy like a Wii U here and go sell it where you live? Yeah, is that is that the wide uh, euro price or is that literally the Scandinavian price with the Swedish Krona? Uh, it's the, the Swedish price with Swedish Krona. Um, I have actually no idea whether or not this is a preliminary price, but I kind of doubt it is because it's 76 days left until it's Dude, released. what the fuck is Barry Solar doing? <laughs> yeah. No idea. I hope it's not region locked because it I is. see a good... Oh. God so damn it. What are you, you, you going to do, man? Me and Zach are on the same page. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? I was, I was about to make a fucking What am I going to do? Wait, what? You're going to sell it? I was going to go over and play it in front of them and laugh at them. Oh, me and Zach were not on the same page. I take it all back. <laughs> In fact, I wasn't even going to play it. I was going to show them it and show that I could afford it. <laughs> all in the cemetery. <laughs> all in the cemetery. Booty shaking. But yeah, Ma- Martin, what are you going to do? Well, um, probably hold off a couple of months before um, some good games get released for the system and eventual price drop as well. Oh, if okay. I'm lucky. So you're not going to get like a US copy or something. I might consider doing that actually. We'll see. Yeah. I still don't understand how they can charge that much when it's right, so much cheaper. Stop. Who is clicking a pen? Sorry. Stop clicking <laughs> the fucking pen, Zach. <laughs> you didn't think that would pick up on the microphone? No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I. It's just I've just had a fucking bio clicking in my ear for the past fifteen minutes. I didn't even notice it. I thought I found it. I found it quite soothing, Zach. Yes. <laughs> Would you like me to resume, but at a faster pace? <laughs> oh. Martin, that is fucking horrifying. It is. It is. That's so, not... dude, yeah, hey, wow. hey, Cody, hey, Cody, U- USA fucking rules. Yeah. Oh. Boom. USA. God bless what? the USA. 
Right. God bless, God bless, God bless. We just, and we just had 9-11. Again? <laughs> yeah, we had 9-11 again. It's a holiday now. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fucking, it's like a fucking regular 9-11 once a year. <laughs> wow. It's the new Christmas. Was it's that, was, did, did footwork take place? Uh, probably in places as, you know, in memoriam. Yeah, it is, it is like a holiday. It's so weird. Give it, give it like 20 years and we can all make jokes about it and everything. But I mean, <laughs> I get Pearl Harbor something, I don't know, that people like joke about or whatever. But I look at like the Titanic. The Titanic sunk and that was like the biggest tragedy ever, but now like Titanic's a joke. Um, Rayman Legends. Rayman Oranges. Rayman Ray Fruit Basket, Rayman Bananas. <laughs> Rayman, Rayman Legumes, this time around on the Wii U. <laughs> and uh, one, th one thing that I have to mention that uh, they're, they're interviewing uh, the guy, uh, the creator of Rayman. Uh, and he was talking about what's his, how... What's that guy's name? Is it Raymond? No, it's not. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It's, it, he has a very lovely French name. He's a French gentleman. Um, but he was talking about uh, how the music is synchronized in the levels of Rayman Legends coming up and coming. Like, how, What do you mean? The only way to describe it is if you look through the trailer where he is interviewed, and they cut to they cut to shots of Rayman Legends, and they they have the music playing, and it's a full orchestra score, and it's going in time with every jump, every single thing that is happening, every interaction with every uh, enemy in the game in the level. How can they do that? They've designed the level in a way where it is all synchronized. It, oh, it's incredible. It's the first time I've ever seen anything like that take place to that extent in a video game before, and I'm that's, really, really excited. That's so cool. You just you have to check out the clip to know what I'm talking about. I will to get the same effect that that I have. So yeah, look it up. It, it was definitely on the European Nintendo conference. Um, and yeah, I'll post a link to that on the uh, Game Cult Podcast Facebook page. Uh, Cody, so your first time ever playing games was on the NES, but what was the first uh, console you ever owned, or did you have a PS? Did you have a PC before that? Uh, I actually didn't have a PC until like two thousand one. Wow. And uh, I I think the first console I owned really wasn't mine. It was kind of like the family's console, which is the first time we ever actually owned a console, and not like played other people's I think which was the uh -huh. uh, Nintendo 64 when it came out and uh yeah I, I, I loved the N64 and then uh I got a PS1 uh maybe a year after that or so probably and man I to this day I still play the PlayStation that is my favorite console just the original because PlayStation you, uh, like our good uh, friend and co-host Garrett Hunter you are a big Resident Evil fan Oh yes, and yeah. uh, I got tattoos? into it. Do you have tattoos, Cody? No. Yeah, the get out, get out of here. There's only one. Okay. There's only one Garrett Hunter, Cody. There can be only one. Cody. But no, you you are you are a massive Resident Evil fan, and we've had many, probably one-sided Resident Evil conversations, but many Resident Evil conversations nonetheless. <laughs> in the past. Yeah. Uh, Mispronouncing got... the name, Jake. Resident Evil. No, 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 no. I'm talking about biochemistry crisis. Oh yes. Thank you, Martin, and thank you to our friend Kay. Yeah, no kidding. Indeed. 
Uh, speaking of which, Martin, you're going to love what's coming up. Oh, but we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. But uh, Cody, what some of your favorite all-time games? Go. Uh, all-time favorite, Resident Evil 2. That's the best Resident Evil. I love that game. Then, uh, let's see. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Final Fantasy 3. Well, it's called 3 over here, but I think it was 6 in Japan. Uh-huh. Then uh, I think that's it. I know I have more favorites. I just cannot think of them. Shenghua Weiji. I just remembered that. Oh, nice. Biochemistry crisis. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Clever boy. Yeah, no, Cody. I mean, we've we've been playing. Uh, we've been playing a lot of games. I mean, when, whenever I'm playing, you know, um, uh, Xbox or whatever with a bunch of gaming cult fans, Cody is. Cody has been around with me the longest, and we're we're always playing up in there, and we're on the Minecraft, and we've been building stuff together in Minecraft, and you have a massive Minecraft project going at the moment, which is a one-to-one um, model of the Wesker Mansion. I know I fucking got that wrong, didn't I? But yeah, yeah, uh, the Resident Evil Mansion from the first game. I've are been working talking, on that. Are you talking about the Spencer Estate? You yes. Igno- yeah, you the- ignorant fuck. Oh! Yeah, the fucking Spencer Estate. Dumb motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I always get that wrong every fucking time that we talk about it. I'll never get that right, ever. I only know what it's called because that's Garrett's Wi-Fi. It's called Spencer Estate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, in in Minecraft, you're making like a one-to-one scale of that mansion, and it's really, really cool. Yeah, uh, I I think I started it... uh back last may or so and now it's like huge and it was on the uh one of the uh mega 64 game streams it was uh it was like right when i started whenever uh we were playing there and we were playing minecraft that's right the very i think it was the very first one if i remember correctly i think it was yeah. but uh yeah and like i i just started then and like from from that point i've finished like half of the entire mansion and already started like a quarter of the last half Jeez, Fantastic. that's cool, dude. I, just think about all the pussy you're gonna get. Like, fuck. oh yeah, you'd be swimming in it. Crazy. I'm you might, you might have you might have to pass you might have to pass them off into Zach. Like Zach needs some help. Jeez. <sighs> you'll have, you'll have your pussy falling out of your pockets. You drop a bit, bit of pussy. You pick, you pick it up. You say thank you very much. But but I I don't I don't need help. I just. just <laughs> I just destroyed an Eddie Murphy joke there. I, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I did a remix on it, just like Sonic R in episode 16. I like that all Zach had to contribute was that he didn't need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Zach was all serial and shit. But yeah, Cody, you've, you've had your uh, Ice Cream Stories game stream going for for a little while now, and that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I actually... Uh, I actually joined in with you on the first one, which was you were playing um, uh, Evangelion, Evangelion 64. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'm liking where it's going now. The last episode was definitely my favorite <laughs> for numerous oh, yeah. reasons. <laughs> That's right. Do you want to explain what happened on that uh, the episode? The, it was the Mabinogi episode, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. And uh, so, so Palum was playing this MMO. And I started playing this MMO because she was talking so much about it on Twitter at some point. So I start playing it, and then me and Palum start playing. So I was like, oh, maybe I can do a stream. So then Jake comes on, he downloads the game, and then we get Palum together, and she she gets me and Jake married. And I am Jake's wife. 
but that did not last long because the motherfucker broke up with me on Facebook. That's right. Whoa. We got, we got married in, on Facebook and then we broke up on Facebook five minutes later. Yeah, you, you know, you know, kind of psychological shit. I was did, your wife. Was is the operative word here. That's right. You were in our no longer. Some things How did happened, that happen? Some things happened and then they did not happen. Yeah, Palum paid for the whole wedding and her. That's right. You know, we dollars. <laughs> Palum, Palum provided our wedding dowry. She mined very hard for that. <laughs> <laughs> Worked very hard in that game to get us the money to get married in Mabinogi, and then we got married in Mabinogi, and it was, it was pretty fucking funny, and then we got married on Facebook. And then your attire to the wedding was just amazing. You were, you were, you were in your underwear walking down. I was a female that looked like of the age of 12. But you had a dick. Just confirmed, Cody did no. have a dick in the game with a dress. No. Dick, con dick confirmation. Yeah. No. There was something Jake between the legs that went out and not in. I did not have a fucking dick. <laughs> Conf confirmed last Cody Gaming Call podcast episode 17. No dick. Last Cody does not have a dick. No dick on this guy. Sorry, ladies. Brackets, Mabinogi. Did did Palum find out that you guys were having trouble with your marriage? And like was she upset? I don't even know if she was. Uh. She 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 did say that uh she did not like the fact that she had no more money in the game. <laughs> and that was it. I like that that was her concern. And that does not that does not surprise me at all that that was her concern. And, uh, but just to let you know, everyone out there, we are still married in Mabinogi. And who knows, oh. maybe, maybe yeah. one day we will, uh, we will let our, uh, our romance flourish. But probably not. the aftermath of that. The aftermath for, was amazing. But as for, as for Facebook, you're fucking dead to me, Cody. <laughs> Sorry. Rest in peace. I have my wedding thing said I'm widowed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, my sweet 17-year-old boy friend, you are now a widow on Facebook because of me. Thank you very much. So glad. Cool. Keep it classy here. Give me a podcast. Yep. So check out the uh, Ice Cream Stories game stream. It happens. It basically happens when it happens. But uh, you can follow Cody on his Twitter and the website if you want to plug both of those, Cody. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, which is just last Cody, and then uh, the web page not, not, is not, not just last Cody. Last Cody. Don't, yeah, don't I... type in just last Cody. Because yeah. okay, I'm gonna take that. That's, that's gonna be my name. All right. <laughs> so go to Ice Cream Stories Game Stream at blogspot.com, and then that's the website, and you can get the past episodes and the new ones. Yep played slender and that was a lot of fun i was on i was in for that one as well we had uh royce kokami as well on a few of those episodes. Oh, yeah uh royce yeah. is uh capturing the whole entire thing and he's 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 been graciously uploading it and which i thank him a lot for so nice shouts out to royce royce just a little little something for you here's some karma double shot of karma good job royce <laughs> so yeah check out the ice cream stories game stream i believe uh palum's going to be joining you for the next one Oh, I uh, yeah, and it probably would already happen by the time they see this. That's right. And uh, I, it it might be a good stream. What are you gonna play? Minecraft. Well, they've oh, already yeah? seen it, so it's 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 Minecraft. <laughs> I was say why, why the, the fuck suspense. are you keeping it a secret? You're being the weird. Suspense, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do? You guys played on 360 or what? 
Uh, for this one, we're doing PC because that's the one that she has, and she said she uh, wanted to play Minecraft. I want to play on. I I just got a controller, and I have that game now. Somebody like gave me like their username or something. I really want to play that. I want to play Minecraft, but I'm scared to play it by myself. Oh, then we will, we will play it with you, Eric. Okay, good. Because there are like snakes that bite at you or like explode or something. Oh no, they're, they're no. creepers. And then, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, they have legs and shit. They've got yeah. four of them. I just thought they were snakes. I've been really, I've been really wrong for a really long time. Dead wrong, and up in the cemetery. Speaking of <laughs> corpses, Jake, don't you have a game that you've been playing? Oh yes, yes I have. But we're gonna get to that in the uh, in our little uh, pickups bit. We're gonna go to our regular bits and pieces. We were ready to go, guys. Let's go for some viewer mail. Viewer mail. This segment uh. that is very aptly named because you are listening <laughs> to you. this. Thank you, all Audio of our viewers. Audio-only podcast, viewer yeah. mail. Let's go. So uh, we have an email from our, uh, our good friend Ethan Avila, who uh, who uh, made that great uh, song for us, based in us, and plays a lot of Xbox with us. Uh, Ethan writes, Hey guys, really loving the podcast. Each one seems to be better than the last. Here is a fun little story. In, June, in the junior year of high school, I knew a guy, also a junior, who was a self-proclaimed emo. His parents wouldn't give him money to buy eyeshadow, and he couldn't afford it on his own. So he punched his own eyes, blackening, <laughs> blackening them to get the same effect. <laughs> yes! That, that to me sounds like something that Zack would convince somebody else to do. <laughs> Couldn't afford eyeshadow, so he punched his own eyes. <laughs> achieving, thus achieving the desired effect. Oh, I need to go to the nearest high school suit. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, oh my god. That really sounds like so- I feel like Zach would tell me that story about some guy he convinced in high school to, like, do that. Uh, I made this guy punch himself in the eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> my sides. <laughs> Compromise. <laughs> <laughs> the absurdity. That's fantastic. That uh, that leads us to uh, our next uh, our next email from Michael Zwolenski. Uh, hey guys, let me start by saying I'm a big fan, big fan of the podcast, and I look forward to it every week. Oh, thank you, Michael. Uh, you guys have helped me get through a very shitty summer job. I have two questions for you. All. Uh, what is the most disgusting thing you have ever witnessed in a public setting? Uh, be it a mall or a restaurant or a park or whatever, and what is the, and or what is the most disgusting thing you've seen a friend do? That's from Mike C. So yeah, what is the most disgusting thing you guys have witnessed in a public setting, or that you've seen a friend do? I can't like I can't think I think I probably block those things out. Like I don't want to think about the most I think disgusting. I do thing. too. Yeah. 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 People ask me that stuff. Oh yeah, what's disgusting? I don't know. Ew. We should all be open with each other, though. We're all friends. Well, Zach talked about a girl taking a shit at Skrillex last episode. <laughs> oh, that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> Maybe Zach, you should go first. I'm sure you got a. F you, your Zach has the demeanor where he remembers these kind of things. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I just surprise. me at all. Yeah, no. Zach. Zach's yeah. gonna tell us a story. I go around and I see a lot of weird shit because, like, I like to walk around. I don't like to catch the bus that often, so I spend a lot of time on my feet, and I get to see a lot of interesting things in public. Um, to rattle off a few, I saw a hobo 
like you know just die next to the Queen Victoria building. That's oh my another. God. Then two, wow. and then two weeks before my trials, which I managed to get extra marks for, we, I saw when I was on my way to the State Library, I saw a guy jump off a building. That was pretty gross too. Whoa! What the? F Holy yeah, shit, that was dude. intense. Didn't you hear about that, Jake? Haven't you got any funny stories? Yeah, I've got funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've just brought uh -huh, up off a building. Ha ha ha! You've just brought up memories of seeing homeless people having fits and getting taken away by ambulances, which is not pleasant memories at all. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let's, let's let's go for a humorous story. Yeah, here. I'll do some happy ones. Um, one time, me and my friend were at a club, and we were just chilling around in the bathroom because the bathroom had seating, which was really strange. But I thought it was quite cool because it means you could wait for your friends while you piss and gossip with your fellow girls. And my friend left his cup next to the sink. And I thought, well, my sweet boy, I can't let you leave your drink out in the open because, you know, someone might do something terrible to it. And I'm like, wait, why am I thinking that? I have to do something terrible to it. And so, <laughs> oh. so I took it into the next cubicle and I took, I, I, gave, I put a little bit of piss in there, just a little bit. <laughs> and I put it back to where he had it. And he comes out, and he's like, oh, okay, what's going on? I'm like, oh yeah, he drinks there. And luckily he had a beer. And so, you know, all was fine. And he just goes, he's like, Ugh! I'm like, what? And he's like, did someone do something to my drink? And I'm like, no clue. And I waited until he finished the drink, and I told him I took a little bit of a whiz in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are very difficult to be friends with. <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I could laugh it off. Did, did he laugh it off? Well, he was kind of grossed out first, but then later on when he got really drunk, we laughed at him. Then he licked his lips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> over and over. Well, he's got a little bit of Zack inside him at all times now. Oh, uh, 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 Wait, what's I've <laughs> done? I'm... Oh! Oh! <laughs> in high school. In... And we used to go to Balmain. There was these. The reason that school camps got cancelled was because of these kids who decided to do something fucking ridiculous. They went into the toilet cubicle, like at the school camp. And wait, not toilet cubicle, just kind of like the shower area. And it was in their own cabin, so this wouldn't have affected anyone else. But they wrote their own names in shit on the. What? <laughs> I'm so not. Get caught if I write my name in shit on a bathroom wall. <laughs> the level of fucking stupid. <laughs> but then it, it got better because I've got another experience like that. In primary school, we had a member of the downstairs. Wait, double take. So some people at, at your school decided to act up. So they wrote their own names in shit on the why bathroom. Their, why their own names? Why I did have you do no clue. <laughs> when I like heard and just smelt their cabin, I was like, "Why? Why would you do this? This cannot inconvenience anyone but you. Only you are living in these quarters." And why would you write your own name, your own name, and shit? Everyone's. You mind. just wanted to see how it looked. Yeah. What does my name look like in shit? <laughs> Pretty oh <shitty>. my god. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Then there was the kids who, like, just throughout high school took dookies in the urinal for shits and giggles. Ah! And then... But one of my personal favourites was in primary school. We had a um, mentally challenged individual, and he was nice, but he had his uh, fits, if you get what I mean. And, um... 
His name was Chris. Now, I liked Chris because I could walk past Chris and go, Hi, Chris, and he'd go, Isaac. And that was very nice. And he still does that. <laughs> are, are you sure this isn't going to be a story that gets us into trouble, Zach? I'm sure, I'm sure. I like it. Just, don't, just, don't listen just, to Jake. I talked about, I talked about dudes riding, riding poo on the walls. Now, he happened to take off his shirt one time. And smear himself in poo like wallpaper. Right, fuck it, fuck it. I am not. Okay. This is this one is gone. God damn it! You want me to put a fucking story? Yes. Yes, I about, do. It, it about happened. a mentally challenged kid putting it shit on himself. You can't hide from the truth, Jake. People. Hey, Zach, did he write did he write his own name and shit on his own body? Sadly no, but <laughs> Oh but whose shit was it? No. Just no. Alright, right. Why it happened? You can't hide from the truth. I'm gonna make references to this story for the rest of the podcast, so you have to leave it in. <laughs> oh. I'd be like, what right, have you been so listening what, to? What uh, happened, nothing Zach? good, just this shitty album where, where like retarded. <laughs> Covered in shit. Saying, <laughs> 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 Dick. Oh, Where does this story go, please? Well, I'm, I'm he covered himself in poo, and they went up and he hugged people, and <laughs> he, it was not such a hug as it was a chase. It's like there'd be kids in the younger years running away, terrified. <laughs> terrified of this boy, and he'd crash tackle hug them, and he'd just be like writhing around. <laughs> tears streaming from their delicious little faces. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, they're just these shit covered kids running around in school. <laughs> there was one shit covered kid, and then so many more shit covered kids. <laughs> oh. This is a shit invasion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, alright. That was a good story. Thanks. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Cheers. <laughs> Alright. You guys feel free. Well, <laughs> Alright, yeah, everyone, everyone else. Is anyone at. Oh, Zach wins! <laughs> Zach, does Zach win before anyone else has even told a story? Yeah. Martin, have you got anything? No, nothing. I got. There's nothing that's gonna top retarded kid covered in shit. Now <laughs> attack other kids. What do you want? <laughs> Well, what, what, one thought I just had was, Zach, you are a, um, uh, well, Cody, you're a fan of the old ice cream story, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Zach, could you tell us uh, a Pizza Hut story? Which one? Uh, you, I think you'll be able to choose a good one. I know there are many, but the time is right to tell one of your Pizza Hut stories. My Pizza Hut story? What do we do at Pizza Hut, Zach? Well, you see, in Sydney there is only one. All You Can Eat Pizza Hut. And at All You Can Eat Pizza Hut, there is lots of shitty pizza, and there's a and there's an ice cream machine, and I've got a lot of stories about this place. One of my personal favorites, actually. I'll tell maybe two, but this one always has to be included. Um, when I was young, and me and my dickhead friends used to go there and make a fucking mess, like I always do. Um, we One time, there was this kid's birthday party, and we brought a KFC bucket in, and we're like, fuck it, we want all the ice cream. 
there was no way that like the eight of us, or the seven or eight of us, could finish all the ice cream that would fill a KFC bucket. But we were like, fuck it, we're gonna do it anyway. And so we went up to the machine, in front of the kids who were lining up for the birthday party, all cheering about ice cream. And we filled the KFC bucket with ice cream to the point where it just became sludge that was rolling out into bowls. And so none of the kids got ice cream on the birthday party. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that to the kids? Because funny. Because <laughs> so I was 14 and a dick. <laughs> oh, so, so where did you go from there? You had you had the KFC bucket, a family bucket of soft serve ice cream from Pizza Hut. Well, then we looked at an empty machine. What happened then? Well, then we were like, what do we do now? It's like I'm not sure. Let's get another KFC bucket. And so we went and got another KFC bucket, and we went to the 7-Eleven. And we were like, how much to fill this thing with Slurpee? And, you know, we were struggling with the ice cream already. And <laughs> so, like, I don't know, maybe... And the guy was like, I don't know, maybe $10? I'm like, $10? No! Don't fucking do racist accents! <laughs> yeah, What's no, wrong no. with you? It happened, Jake! It happened! You can't run away from the truth! <sighs> oh, okay, so we filled it with Slurpee, right? And then... We got a bit of the way through, and there were only like five of us left at this stage. Like, what do we do with all this? We've got a bucket full of Slurpee, and we've got a bucket full of ice cream, about half full each. I'm like, well, duh, we pour it into each other. And so we did. Oh. And oh. then we took a sip, and it was rancid. And so we left it in the su <laughs> We put it in an intersection, this four-way intersection. It's like, what the intersection It's not only this. This is the busiest intersection in the capital city of Australia. Well, not capital, but the biggest city in Australia. And we put it on the corner where everyone's meant to stand. And there was a two meter radius around it at all time where no one would go near it. No one would go near this bucket of sludge. And thus everyone was pushed up against the roadside because they really didn't want to be near this bucket. How, how, long, how long did you wait before you did the next thing that you did? We left it for a few hours in the sun. And then my friend decided, like, fuck, we have to take it to the next level. And so he walked across the road and he broke the radius. And as soon as he walked into that circle, everyone turned around. He leaned down, he looked at it, and then he put two of his fingers in. Oh! <laughs> and put it in his mouth. Oh! And he, he got the ice cream all, and soft serve and the slurpee that had been in the sun for hours on end with marshmallows in it and on top of that there, upon inspection there was also a cigarette butt and a few hairs <laughs> <laughs> and he put it in his mouth he had <clears throat> yeah that's but, one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard but the fact people, that people just thought it was shit <laughs> Everyone this, said, not, so ju not just that, but slime green fucking slurpy shit. <laughs> Ice cream. <laughs> and everyone turned around and just stared. And my mom was like, oh! <laughs> The look of disgust permanently etched on people's faces was just... Oh, people made a path for when he left. Because oh, they want to be near him. Or to a victorious fanfare, I'm sure. Oh, to us screaming and cheering, yes, from the other side of the road in front of Town Hall steps, yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> well, oh my god, that's so Kurt, good. 
Cody, how was that for an ice cream story? The stream's done. <laughs> oh my Palms, god, please. so good. I'm done. <laughs> I, it's, I, I just picture all these people looking at this bucket and they think it's full of shit and then some fucking kid walks over, looks down at it, scoops some up and puts it in his mouth. I would have fucking thrown up. I would have puked. There's not a doubt in my mind that I would have seen that and thrown up all over the street. Period. <laughs> wow. Excellent. So that was a Pizza Hut story from Zach. He has many more Pizza Hut stories that we'll give to you in later episodes of the Game Cult Podcast. Uh, Michael, thank you for that question. Uh, Michael is from Ontario in, in Canada. One of our Windsor, fans. Ontario? Yep. Oh, uh, no. On, uh, I'm not sure, actually. Ah, uh. Gazunta. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. You know what we need to do, right? Alright. Part three. I'm oh, not fuck. so sure about it! I'm so excited. Get ready for the okay. finale. The end right. of the yeah. trilogy. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Martin's <laughs> ready. He has cleared his throat in the name of Lucifer. Okay, guys, it's now that time again. We're going to move on to uh, Gemicult Fanfic Episode 1, Part 3 of The Face. You ready, guys? We're ready. Yeah. <clears throat> Cody, we got, we got a special role for you. Yep. I'm very excited about this. I'm very yeah. excited about part three. This is going to be so good. Okay, here we go. The closer. <clears throat> Scene changes. Newman enters Jerry's place. Scene seven, Jerry's place. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. So, Jerry, I hear you've been letting people come on your face. That's ridiculous. Who told you that? Well, I was down at Kramer's skin... Cr really? Kramer? So, Seinfeld, how about it? Get out of here, Newman. Mark my words, Seinfeld. One of these days, I'm gonna come on your face when you least expect it. Get out, Newman. <laughs> that, was, that was the worst fucking Newman impression. I'm sorry. <laughs> Newman said he was gonna come on his face when he least expects it. Oh god. Okay. Good okay. Okay. Good job, Kenny. Good job, Kenny. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Scene changes. Elaine is engaged in intercourse with coworkers. Scene eight. Elaine's place. Come on, right on the face. Cheeks if you can. What? On the face, don't be shy. Right, if you insist. The co-worker ejaculates on Elaine's face, hitting her in the eye. Ah, my eye, I can't believe this. <laughs> Sorry, guess I'm an amateur. Turns out, man seated behind Elaine and Jerry in the diner was her co-worker. Scene changes, I like that twist. Scene changes to Elaine and Jerry in the diner, both wearing eye patches. Jerry smiles. You too, huh? I hear it's great for the skin. Elaine sips on her coffee, scowling at Jerry. <laughs> Scene changes to Kramer's store. The receptionist of the clinic is now a cashier. Scene scene nine, sperm donor clinic slash Kramer's skin cream store. Sorry, I need to use the bathroom. Is there one here? Sure, just on the door on the left, next to the facial cleansers. Oh, thank you. The customer heads towards the bathroom, Kramer's in there, and has forgotten to lock the door. The woman opens the door of the bathroom to discover Kramer masturbating into an empty tube of skin cream. <laughs> Free shot of Kramer staring at the woman in shock, holding his penis while an ejaculate shot is frozen mid-air, heading towards the woman's face. The skin cream tube has been dropped from Kramer's grasp. Credits roll, Jerry discusses facials in his stand-up during credits. What's the deal with semen? I mean, 
Whenever you're just using it, it goes everywhere! If you try to do it in the sink, it'll go over the tap handles! I just don't get it! And that concludes episode one of Gaming Called Fanfic The Face. Writing credits go to Zach Innes. Uh, Zach, that was episode one. Thank you very much. Thank you. Upon conclusion, guys, what did you think? Love it. One hundred percent love it. Perfect. Love it. Is there going to be more in the future? You know, I don't want to rush you. It's like a creative process. Well, but, you know, I, I'm not going to rush it. Um, of course, I'm going to write more in future. In fact, I've already started on a second, as I explained in the previous podcast. But going to wreck it. I need to make it perfect. And yes, Jake, I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, perfect. Uh, guys guys and girls of that, we really appreciate that you guys have been making uh, YouTube uh, highlight videos of the Gaming Cult podcast. There's one or two out there. Uh, if you would like to uh, make one of the complete uh, Gaming Cult fanfic episode one, Seinfeld, The Face, uh, and put it up to YouTube, you certainly have our blessing to do so, all three parts in one. Uh, we'd, we'd love to see that, wouldn't we, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, with uh, you know, with the Seinfeld characters superimposed <laughs> and everything. If someone if someone wants to make that, we will like we'll suck your dick or whatever else. I, well, I won't. Seriously. But okay. Sure. Yeah, Jake, this is your deal. Yeah, <laughs> this is my territory here. All right. I'll I'll come in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Let's let's put it let's put another issue to bed, guys. From a previous episode, episode uh, fifteen in particular, uh, a good friend Ryan Reed writes into us. Cool. That is, that is Doctor Ryan. Uh, I just listened to episode fifteen when a Max Modine wrote in and said his pool guy told him old people emit acid while in hot tubs that can burn people. <laughs> old I'm... people emit acid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking doctor. Brackets almost. And that is straight up bullshit. Thanks for the great podcast, guys. Uh, that's from Ryan, basically a doctor. Reed. Yeah, he's almost a chiropractor, guys. So he knows all about old people. <laughs> yeah, he's not there yet, so I don't trust him. <laughs> but hey, guys, we have clarification. Max Modine has written back into us. Uh, oh. Uh, Max writes just to clarify: old people don't called, cause the acid levels to rise. Acid levels are controlled by a computer to normalize pH levels. If that computer malfunctions, acid can be dumped into the spa, uh, uh. causing elevated acidity. Old people just give off more skin cells. Ew. So thank you to Max. And I'm sure by acid they don't mean like hydrochloric acid or acid that can burn <laughs> your skin. Yeah, acid, <laughs> acid like reptile spits in Mortal Kombat. Acid. Yeah. Acid! <laughs> Alright. Uh. Uh, guys... We have Occasion's Corner. We're going to go rapid fire with it as well. Mm. And just as Martin had requested, uh, it is all Steven Seagal films. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. Yes. <laughs> so Kay writes in, great podcast as always. Here are some classics from Mr. Shidiwen Jäger, as they call him, in China. <laughs> Now these are these are uh, Mandarin Chinese translations of uh, Steven Seagal films. Uh, on deadly ground, Ji Di Xiong Feng, extreme ground hero wind. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Good start. Yep. 
Hard to kill. Chin Yang Feng Bao. Seven Year Storm. What? <laughs> yeah, that, tra that, that translates what the to. Fuck? Yeah, Seven Year Storm. Man, I tell you what. Shouts out to K in South Korea. He's 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 doing some he's doing some serious research for us. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Glimmer Man, Fei Hu Kwanglong, Flying Tiger, Crazy Dragon. What? That's that's the Glimmer Man. What? Apparently. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. What the actual <laughs> fuck? Flying Tiger, Crazy Dragon. Yeah. Uh, Urban Justice, uh, Jing Wang Jie Feng. Alert Network Evil Wind. That's Urban what? Justice. What the fuck? Alert Network Evil Wind. These are so confusing. Yeah. It's gotta be really hard to be a Seagal fan in China. Yeah, yeah. Or Shi Di Wen Xiega. Oh man. Under Siege, here we go. Right. Under Siege is Hidden uh, Kuang Long Hong Tian. Uh, Hidden Dragon Thundering Sky. Stop doing that! Stop <laughs> ripping off Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon! Fuck! Yeah. Yeah. But what if Crouching Tiger but, Hidden Dragon wasn't actually called that? But hey, uh, Brian wanted to know if Under Siege 2 was different to Under Siege 1. And Under Siege 2 is Baozou Qianlong, and that uh, translates to Hidden Dragon Runs Amok. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a fun movie, like a kids yeah. movie. All up in the yeah. cemetery. All up in the cemetery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got we got we'll, we'll go through the rest of these quick fire. We got Belly of the Beast, uh, Chang Long Hong Tian, three, Zi Ye Shou, Zi Fu, Hidden Dragon, Thundering Sky three, Belly Stop of Wild it. Animal. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. Ugh. So I guess that was a spiritual successor to Under Siege 2. <laughs> China's like making me mad. Okay. Right? Stop making me mad. Right. It's, it always gets better, right? Towards the end. <laughs> he always saves the best for last. We got a few more. Into the Sun, Li Re Zhe Zhan. Intense Sun Blood War for Into the Sun. So, yep. Uh, thank you, China. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Out of reach. Shen Ru Yu Zhe. Deep into the tiger hole. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's what I want people to call me. Like, if I ever moved to China, that's like my tiger name. Tiger hole. Deep, <laughs> deep into uh, the <laughs> Deep into the tiger hole is the Chinese name for out of reach. That's like... <laughs> That could be a- f that's a furry film in the making right there. Yuck, yuck. Can we just never talk about furries? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I've- I've found the fucking name for this episode. <laughs> Let's never talk about furries again. Deep into the tiger hole. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, above- Above the law is Chi Shou Weilong. Red-handed power dragon. What the fuck? For above the law. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Half past dead. Uh, Which is a fantastic title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, has two titles. Jui Si Yi Sheng, or Hei Yu Feng Yun. There's two titles there. One of them is Nine Deaths, One Life. Wow. Cool. That's the badass. Other, 
and the other is Black Prison Wind Clouds. That one is not, <laughs> not as bad. Not so bad. bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it sounds like they didn't quite get that one right. No. But here we go. Best for last. Holy shit. Uh, Today You Die. This is for the movie Today You Die. Zai Chue Nan Tao. I am stealing and it's hard to run. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a Facebook status or something. <laughs> today, today you die. I am stealing and it is hard to run. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. That's so good. <sighs> Thank you, Kay. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks, dude. That's yeah, Kay from that's awesome. Kay from South Korea. He's been commenting on the Facebook page lately as uh, as uh, Kay Coldcast. So if you're wondering who that is, that's that's our good friend Kay from South Korea. Classic album recommendations for episode 17. Classic albums from the past, up until including the present. Any genre you want, please. Our special guest, uh, Cody Brown. Last Cody, what is your album recommendation for this episode? My album recommendation for this episode is I, I've been actually got into a nice little kick within the past few months and I really got into jazz and uh, I, I have I have played this album so much it is R. Blackley and the Jazz Messengers Blue Note uh, 4003 and I, I love this so much I, I cannot stop listening to it uh, my favorite tracks are Monin which is really good, and then come rain, or come shine. So that's R. Blakely. R. Blakely. Wow, good stuff. Uh, Eric. Oh oh oh! What do I want to recommend today, Jake? I'm going to recommend. What have I? What do I like? I don't uh, even know. I saw this band uh, a couple of times in the last month. Uh, it was their last tour, I believe, of the U.S. And it was uh, Bomb the Music Industry. Oh, cool, yeah. Uh, which is uh, a great band that I really, really enjoy. Uh, they have a lot of albums that I really like, like a lot of albums that I think are really, really good, like front to back. But I'll just say they're, I'll just recommend their most recent album, Vacation, because that's what they were kind of touring in support of, I guess. Um, it, it has, it's only 13 songs, but man, it's such a good album. It's like front to back. It, it it flows so well and it never one song never feels jarring going into the next it it, it just kind of gets this mood where it's higher and then lower and higher and lower and and it it walks a really fine line uh between you know really punky sounding stuff and more kind of i don't want to say like ethereal sounding stuff but but stuff that is a little more uh mellow and moody i guess so bomb music industry vacation is a really good album check it out Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Mon, do you have a classic album recommendation for us? Well, not a classic one, but an album that was released last year. Um, cool. It's from a band that opened for Iron Maiden in, when they were playing in uh, Gothenburg, I believe. Is, was it Coheed and Cambria? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got nervous. You said opening for Iron Maiden. I went, is Martin going to recommend Coheed and Cambria? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Now, I know that any Swede listening out there to this podcast would probably go, why the fuck hasn't he recommended this album previous to uh, this episode? But 
that has basically to do with me not thinking about me. Um, well, um, that I could contribute with um, albums that were released more recently than classic. Uh, it's from a band called Graveyard, and the album is called Hissing and Blues. There's no booty shaking. Damn. <laughs> um, they've been active for like I think six years, I believe, but they really got up to like star them in a way uh, last year with that particular album, which was released on Nuclear Blast, which I'm sure some of you out there are familiar with as a label. Very popular uh, metal label, for sure. Very, very popular. Um, I really can't think of anything else to say about this album. Just listen to it. That's all I can say, pretty much. Heavy metal. Well, it's not heavy metal. It's more leaning towards the 70s rock sound, I guess. Oh, okay. Tight. Yeah, so go check that out. Graveyard, hissing and blues, like hissing in, in English, I guess. Uh, Zach, have you got one? Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Go Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, that's. Like, that's like, yeah. Who doesn't like Limp Biscuit? I'm gonna be. I mean, who who doesn't love the biscuit? And they recently released Gold Cobra, and that was all right. Did anyone hear Gold Cobra? Yeah, no. golden, it's golden, it's so golden, y'all, it's Golden Cobra. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> was, that a was that an accurate transcription? Yeah, that's the chorus <laughs> song, like. It's just one of those days, feeling like a shovel with a lot of shit in the way. Shark Attack. That was their first song that they actually, like, kind of hyped up the album for. But, but, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water is great. There's a track called yeah. Hot Dog on there. That's yeah, a good yeah. Yeah, uh, fake ass titties on a fucked up chest. <laughs> I remember that song. And then they've got this, like, you know, edgy fucked up like, moms, fucked up My moms. way. My way, yeah. To take a look around, which was used as a Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack as well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've been listening to. Good. That, I that's like what your I recommend. Uh, what, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and the hot top flavored water. Hell. <laughs> Biscuit! I love that you call them the biscuit. The biscuit. <laughs> well, uh, you remember that song that he did with Corn, Children of the Corn? God damn! You're doing all you can to look like Raggedy Ann. Ugh. That's the worst fucking song, man. <laughs> I always, I always skipped past that song. Really? Yeah, Ice Cube. Ice Cube <laughs> on that song as well. Zach can't even fathom that. I. Oh no, that was the one with Ice Cube, wasn't it? Every every word that comes out of Fred Durst's mouth is gold. <laughs> he needs to listen to all of it. Go Just and get so tacos. So, go and get tacos. Just so you know, he was at the front row at WWE SummerSlam this year, and the camera cut over to him like, look at all the celebrities in the crowd, and it's Fred Durst, and then he flipped off the camera. <laughs> what a bad boy. Yeah, no kidding. What a fucking badass, man. Unt untouchable. Untouchable. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He can't be stopped now. Didn't you do that song with Method Man as well? And Together Now? In, in Together Now? Yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. What? You don't know it? No, no, I remember it. All right. I, know yeah. I know that song very well. Did you like yeah. it? I did at the time, I think. Yeah. Is that your favorite song by The Biscuit? 
that might that might actually be. Who could be the why, boss? Why not? Got to the cross, stranded in the land of the lost. <laughs> Where the fuck you at? I'm with the cow. <laughs> so shut the fuck, fuck up, up and back the fuck up while I fuck this track up. When, when people say what's that, I didn't hear you. My automatic reaction is to say shut the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'll g I'll give them that song. I'll give them that song. Mike, check. So what's it all about? <laughs> gonna run up. Maybe we can meet up in the sun. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all we can sing of that for copyright. Missed oh, yeah. it. Uh, good stuff. All right, before before I get onto my uh, album recommendation, which is a legit one, I've got to say, Zach, you're gonna love this. You'll see it later on um, when you come over. But um, <laughs> at a uh, charity shop, I picked up the original. Soundtrack Pokemon to be a master. No yeah. way! No. I, yeah, I found. No, no, not on vinyl. <laughs> Imagine if that was on vinyl. Holy shit! With like a gatefold of all 151 Pokemon. I, I, I seriously like couldn't remember stuff for tests like in high school and college, but in my head I can go. Kabuto, Persian, Paris, Horsey, Eradicate, Magnemite, Cadaver, Weeping Bell, Ditto, Cloyster, Caterpie, Sandshrew, Bubblesir, Charmander, Golem, Pikachu. I I know the Poké Rap, but can't remember birthdays. <laughs> well, the Poké Rap is on this. Yeah. Um, There's it, at least 150 or more to see to be a Pokémon Master is my destiny, Jake. Uh, but yeah, this is an Australian press of it. It was brought out by Shock Records. To be a master. It's is, like... Is it the one... Does it have... Um, and it's, it's like the, the number two, then a... Then a, then a, then a, the letter B. Then a, then a stop, then a B, then a stop, then an A, then a stop. Yeah. Does it have that song where Brock sings about Jenny and Joy? This, there's only... If, it, if, there's it's, fir if it's first, no, if it's first I, season, it might. I believe it doesn't, but it does have a song called Misty's Song, oh. which isn't very good. Yeah. But there's yeah. one called... Yeah, it's on there. There's one like Lavender Town or something, or Pallet Town. There's oh, no on the road to Viridian City. On the road on the to road Viridian City. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah. Jake, you got a good CD, dude. Cody, you got yeah. that one. Yeah, actually, I was gonna recommend Miles Davis sketches of Spain, but fuck no, that's it. gay. Oh, fuck that's it. No, hey, bro, bro, Pokemon, that's gay. Re Pokemon to be a master. master. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, AJ, this is going to be the one. Pokemon to be a master. I've got to give a quick shout out to AJ, who's been putting all our album recommendations listed with Wikipedia links on the Facebook page. So, shouts out to AJ. Mm. Uh, Thank you, yeah, AJ. Pokemon Master, track two, to be a master, track three, Viridian City, track four, what kind of Pokemon are you? What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? <laughs> Can't remember birthdays. <laughs> Can't remember things for but tests. Can but can I still recite the fucking Pokemon song? Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, that's... oh yeah. What's next, Jake? What's the next song? <laughs> Track five, My Best Friends. That's the one, oh, is that the one oh. about being friends? And Oh no, I'm thinking of the Butterfree song. Never mind, keep going, that one sucks. Uh, track six, Everything Changes. Maybe that's the Butterfree song. Uh, track seven, The Time Has Come, Pikachu's Goodbye. Oh, that's uh, sad. Aww, Pikachu. Uh, uh, uh. Spoilers. I, I just have to mention, I got the gold edition cover, uh, which wow. comes poster. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Exclusive. Uh, includes bonus poster of 150 Pokemon. It's Wait, oh. yeah, it says 150. What the fuck? Yeah. Where's Mew? 150. Yeah, Where's now Mew's 151 and not... Yeah. And 
and all despite being in right. the opening shut the fuck up despite being in the opening <laughs> not canon with the first series jake the fuck all right i'm a, i'm looking at the poster right now i'm going to get to the fucking bottom of this and i don't care if you're at the top <laughs> i want to know what the next song is okay that's muse not on there so they're going with 150 yeah uh next song is pokemon brackets dance mix Dance. <laughs> maybe maybe that was only on the Australian and American uh, Australian and European press of the CD. Could be. We we always got stuff like that. Like we talked about Baha Man who let the dogs out. Uh, you guys got that hip hop version, but we actually got we actually got like a Eurodance version of that in Europe and Australia. It was different. That sounds Eurotrashy. Yeah, imagine yeah, imagine that with the Eurodance beat behind it, and that's that was our version of who let the dogs out. It was oh, different. Gross. <laughs> it just had a techno beat behind it. Uh, track nine, Double Trouble, slash, uh, brackets, Team Rocket. We're talking trouble, big trouble. Yeah, I remember that. No, we'll be yeah. the richest rugs of all time. Yes! Creators oh, of a grand design. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. This is going to be another long one. Uh, track ten, Together Forever. <clears throat> did we talk about that one already? Together uh, What is that song? Yeah, I, I think you did. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about how I think it's about how they're all friends together because there's that one bit where Ash is like I've got to go get another badge. <laughs> Sorry, man, please go go again on that one. We need yeah. a double take. Yeah. I love you, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> You're my best friend! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, thank you, thank you for that, Martin. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, track, 11, track 11, Misty's song. Uh, how did Misty's song go? Do you guys even remember? No, it sucked and I always skipped it. But oh, Eric, okay. you look at me and I look away. I want to tell it's you what because, I'm feeling. It's because I thought it was going to be a song sung by Misty and it was some guy singing about Misty. Oh, so it's Brock singing about Misty. No, not even oh. Brock. What? No. There's no, no fanfic? No. Oh, what a fanfic. A guy singing. About what a fanfic. How he wants to fuck Misty or something. Zach, improv fanfic, go. Improv fanfic with of ten year olds. Oh yeah, well, that's true. All right, cancel that improv fanfic. Thank you for the oh, for yes. the Wait, for reminding that of those that goes. As, as Brock stared at her supple flat chest, <laughs> she looked up. What's for dinner, Brock? Brock says, "My personal favorites, Brock soup." What's in the soup, Brock? I know, but Pokemon go nuts for it. What do you mean you don't know what's in your soup? Try it first. Turns out that Brock Saban is in the soup. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I see a general theme with your fan fictions, and I'm not saying I'm like against it or anything. I'm just noticing. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's semen. <laughs> Because whenever I think of it, like, when I tell you fanfic, the first thing that comes to mind is that someone, two characters are just absolutely covered in it, to be honest. And that's all I see in my head. And I'm like, okay, but 
that's the end of the story. But what leads up to this moment? And that's yeah. what gets me going. What are the two characters that are covered in semen in the Pokemon fanfic? I, I assume Misty and then either Staryu or Psyduck. Let's. It's coughing in James, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's the next song, Jake? The poker rap. It's the Yay. fucking poker rap. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the last track, track 13, lucky track 13. You can do it, brackets, if you really try. Close well, brackets. Try. That's a good one. So thank you, 4Kids Entertainment. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> thank you, Koch Records. Thank you, Shock Records. Thank you, Game Freak. We love you. <laughs> okay, so that was, that, was, that was my album recommendation. <laughs> Pokemon 2BA Master. You're fucking welcome. Yeah, no kidding. That's great. That's, that's my that's childhood best, here. That's <sighs> the best one we've ever recommended ever. If you'd like to write into us with your Pokemon uh, slash fanfics, please, uh, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or facebook.com slash gaming cult podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Jake Games, uh, at Garrett Hunter, two R's, two T's, or uh, hashtag gaming cult podcast. Um, let's move on to our pickups and the games that we've actually been playing here on the gaming cult podcast. <laughs> Cody, my sweet boy, please go first. Okay. Uh, I've been playing a little game called Galgun. Yes! Which Whoa. is. Whoa. A real shooting dating sim. We have, all right, Cody. As you know, we have talked, Martin and I, and everyone else. But we we've talked about Galgun since episode one. We have talked about this almost every single episode, and finally we're gonna get an actual review on it. I think we even started to talk about the game before there actually were a PS3 conversion of the game uh, announced. Yeah, yeah. When it was correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. No, no, that's true. We've been talking about it way too long, and now we're gonna hear about it. I'm so excited. Okay. Cody, please. So Galgun, I got it for the PS3. And let me tell you something. What is that game? It is a rail shooting even, dating sim. What even is it? Where you play a boy who gets shot by arrows by Cupid. And now you have to run around town and shoot girls with hearts to keep them away. Because they all want you. They, they all want you. And... I don't understand the issue. Why, why don't you just have sex with girls? <laughs> because this, if you have sex game, with these... Uh-huh. No, go you're ahead. Sh- you're a shy, awkward Japanese uh, if, if you have sex with these girls, like this, these normal ones that you really don't give a shit about, for the rest of your life, you'll never be loved. So you can't do it. But You but have to do, find your true love. Wait, 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 wait. But do all the girls, like, does, like do they... So you don't be... Lo- so you're not loved for the rest of your life. But... Does like this magic sex thing like stop where like the girls don't like you anymore or because I'm just well, saying like if the girls want to have sex with you like for the rest of your life that might be okay. Okay, so here's how it is: when you go down the street and you're like going through the rail shooter segments of shooting the girls down, there's this option where you can press like, it, well I'm using I don't have a PlayStation Move which has this option for, but you ha- if you press like triangle on the normal controller, you can go into ecstasy shot mode, which is where you get this erotic close-up of this girl where you have to shoot specific parts of her body in her secret spots to get her excited and once you get her excited she removes the, the clothing and then after this segment you can choose a option and you can actually make it so you get a game over screen just because you want this girl <laughs> wow wow and there's that's, all that's a new level of storytelling there, there's a lot of cool features to it. Uh, my personal favorite feature is this is the literal term for it. 
it, it is in, in Japanese it's called Mama Kita Gamen, which means Mom is home button. Which is where if you're playing the game and you're at because there, there's a lot of moaning and stuff going on screen, a lot of women getting excited for your hearts that you shoot at them. But the, the game's actually very. It's it's not that explicit, is it? Oh no, it's not. You don't actually like get the like intercourse. You you get them down their underwear, and it's very. It, it's still very like if someone walked in on this, you wouldn't want them to look at this. <laughs> <laughs> move PlayStation Move support. Yeah. PlayStation Move support. That's 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 just a whole other territory. But uh, when you play it and you get to like these parts and you're like, someone someone's like coming in, it's like, oh shit! You press select and it turns the game into a 16-bit JRPG or beat 'em up or uh, I think the I, I think the other one's a platformer. But I've only gotten like <laughs> beat 'em up and uh, JRPG. So it's like it's like it's like boss screen mode. Like, like they used to have on the old Leisure Suit Larry games. Like you'd press a certain key, and it would just it would like it would switch to like a black and green spreadsheet in case you were playing Leisure Suit Larry at work. <laughs> yeah. So this is exactly like that. Yeah, and it's it's instant too. So it's not like oh you got to go through a loading screen. It's just like boom, instant. It completely changes, and then it changes right back when you want to get back into the action. Oh my god. That's yeah, great. that's fantastic. The game has like a it it doesn't take itself seriously though, which I really like, because I've been looking up some translations of it because it's completely in Japanese. So, and it 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 does not take itself seriously, and there's all there's boss fights in the game, and the only one I've actually kind of encountered is a tentacle monster boss fight. So. This girl that I'm pursuing, you actually get at the beginning of the game, you can make a main girl you want to pursue. There's like a bunch of girls that you can pursue, I think like four or five. So I went after the purple haired one because she had purple hair and I was like, you know what? That's a good deal. So I go after the purple haired girl. That's a and <laughs> Go on. So a little later on, she's she's kinda like in this room. And I go in there, and she's like freaking out. And then she turns around, and there's this giant alien without context. There's this giant tentacle alien in the room, and I have to shoot it while it's progressively raping this girl. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sounds like my game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. It, it, the only thing, the only gripe I do have about it is it sometimes gets repetitive when you're going through hallways shooting women down, but, but man. Yeah, when all, that, when all that pussy's flying at you, I just get fucking tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you have like 30 coming on screen, you just, you just don't really care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Galgun. Galgun. Go get it. The 360 version is, uh, doesn't work on... Uh, Non-Japanese 360s, but the PS3 version is region-free. And you oh, nice. can use PlayStation Move. That's and right. You can, you can move your way up on uh, on some special places. <sighs> well, thank you, thank you for that review, that in-progress review of uh, Galgun. Thank you. Yes, I'm definitely going to go after the uh, stuck-up rich girl <laughs> because that's always in dating Sims, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, daddy issues. Well, uh, from I've actually kind of got a spoiler of this, and this is a spoiler. She apparently gets kidnapped in a cage, and I have to shoot a helicopter down with my hearts. <laughs> yes. Wow. This does sound like a game that Zach would like. Yes. Uh. Well, thank you, Cody. Anything else you've been playing or picked up? Uh, I picked up 
White Knight Chronicles 2, which is a game for PS3, which is a JRPG with some cool co-op elements. Uh, it's like a full-fledged JRPG that uh, you can go into this one little area and you can just play co-op missions with your friends to level up your characters. And that's a lot of fun. Excellent. It comes with the first game as well. Oh yeah, it's it's a deal. You you can buy it like you can if you go to like a store right now, it's like, "Oh, you can see the first game like for US dollars, it's like $20." Then you can see White Knight Chronicles 2, but if you look really closely, it'll say comes with White Knight Chronicles 1. But if you're um, a dumbass, you'll buy the first game for $20 and then you're screwed because when you buy the second one, you just wasted $20. But then yeah. if you look closely, and the, maker, the makers of the game actually recommend that you play the first one first because the storyline, the, the start of White Knight Chronicles 2 really takes off from the end of White Knight Chronicles 1 and you won't have any references for the story. So that's why they actually included the first game because they were so set on you enjoying, you know, getting the canon and everything and the story of, of the game. I, th- I, th- I think that's pretty cool, personally. Yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful game and there's, there's like a full customization feature. But... Uh, when you play the uh, single-player story, you make your you make your own character, but your character isn't the main character. It's like the side-off character that no one's supposed to care about. But only that character is important when you play online. But man, it, it it's fun, and uh, like the online component is the best part about it. You can make your own town, and you can just like build this own community with people online. It's it's really cool, but it's it's very involved. But no, it, it's I'm enjoying it. I, I played a good bit of it, and I'm. Probably gonna get back to it after I play more of Galgun. Hell yeah, good job, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> cool, uh, Eric. What have you been playing, man? Any pickups? Uh, I've been playing Sleeping Dogs, which I like to call Sleepy Dogs, and uh, that's a pretty cool game if you like to run around Hong Kong and beat people up, uh, and steal cars and beat people up, and then you can date a girl, and then when you find out she's cheating on you, you can beat her up. Uh, yeah. So that's a fun game. Uh, I've also been playing free on PlayStation Plus. If you're like PlayStation Plus, whatever, which I got like a whole bunch of free month subscriptions to. So I have like five months of PlayStation Plus. The free games they put up were uh, Scott Pilgrim side-scrolling beat-em-up that came out a while ago that I really enjoyed. The side-scrolling beat-em-up genre is like my favorite genre. So I've been playing that. And then I also been playing Double Dragon Neon, which I don't know. Ooh, ooh, I want to hear about this. Hey, I so want to hey, hear about yeah. this game. Like, really, my, with another person, playing with another person is kind of like the caveat to this, but, yeah. like, really might be one of my games of the year right now. It, wow. it is Ooh. it is so much fun and doesn't take itself too seriously. It is, like, eight, like late 80s, early 90s lingo and, like, this look to it. The soundtrack is awesome. The soundtrack is incredible. Uh, are, there, are there any remixes of like Double Dragon Two shit or? Three? No, you know what? There might be. There are like a lot of tracks in this whole soundtrack, but like I guess the guy who made it put it up for free. So if you search Double Dragon Neon soundtrack, you can find his website where he has all like the tracks or whatever. Fantastic. Um, it, it's a really fun game. Me and Brian played it and like couldn't put it down. I, I mean, we just kept running through. There's a thing if you're playing with another person where uh, you can high-five your fellow character, and there are, like, little power-ups you get from it. <laughs> yeah, wow. and, like, they have stupid little lines that, that they say to each other. There's, like, a little level-up kind of uh, process to it, too. You collect cassette tapes, and that, like, levels up different moves and different stats. So uh, it's not just a side-scrolling beat-em-up that's kind of, like, mindless. There's more to it. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, this part, I need to equip 
this little stat boost, but I'm going to equip my spin kick instead of this other thing. It, like, it's really cool. I, I really, really enjoy it. I think it's so much fun. Fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, like in the top five to top ten, uh, Double Dragon 2 on the NES. Hell yeah. Like, mm. I could talk about the game forever, but I'm not going to today. <laughs> that, that, that day will not be this day. Um, but yeah, the the soundtrack... Oh, yeah, I'm going to get that and we're going to play that. Cause yeah, do like... it, do it, do it. Like, the IGN review gave it a 3 out of 10. But then Joyce, hey, but Joystick gave it, like, 4.5 stars out of 5. And, like, it, like, a bunch of other sites gave it, like, really high scores. So I don't know what... I don't know... I don't really get what happened. Maybe but, they like... didn't like the story. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> So yeah. dumb. Do, can you do flying knees and helicopter kicks? Oh, goddamn right. I mean, dude, it's, like, awesome. It, it really is Double Dragon that they just kind of, like, spruced up. Like, they, they put, they put like, a new look to it and everything. It's really cool. Cool. Hey, guys, if you haven't already checked it out, go get uh, Double Dragon 2. It's available on the virtual console. Or, hey, get, a, get an original NES and pick up an original copy. Hell it's yeah. One of, best, one of the best games ever made. And yep. amazing music. I, play, I still play that game today all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, swag. Zach, what have you been playing? Rollercoaster Tycoon 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Biscuit and Rollercoaster Tycoon. It's like freshman year all over again. I know. But, um, it's, I've been doing something very special with Rollercoaster Tycoon. Killing people? Well, maybe. There's... See, I noticed that there were a lot of people throwing up in my park. And these... <laughs> Predominantly, like, just by weird coincidence, just happened to be people in red shirts, or they happened to be walking past at the time. So I decide, hey, you know what? These red shirts must be put in a paddock and made to assimilate. And so I threw them in this paddock kind of thing, and I put a hat stand in there. If they bought the pink hat, they were allowed back in society. They had... They had... They had four months to do so. If they did not buy a hat within four months, they were drowned. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't have anyone threatening my park master race. And so, for my- I had to be the tycoon. And so I set up a railway to faster transport these people to this kind of secluded area. Soon. Many did adapt, however, I believe that more died than- a lot of people really held true to vomiting everywhere and not wearing hats, so... You know why, do you, why do you have to make playing every game such a fucking tragedy? I love it. I love it. I'm the other... I, why do you have to make every game that you play so much fucking fun? <laughs> well, I, get, I get the game and I go, okay, how can I work with this to make it the game I want? <laughs> <laughs> I do. And you do that. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. So, did you have many adopters of the pink hat? I had a few. There were a fair few who were like, fuck it, I need a hat. And then I realized that the the same, and I had another stand that was selling umbrellas as well. And I couldn't have them actually purchasing umbrellas because that means they wouldn't get pelted with rain. And so I decided to hike the price of umbrellas and one of them bought it. I got like, I sold this guy like a $50 umbrella. What an idiot. So I drowned him anyway, even though he bought a hat. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Roller, roller coaster tycoon too. <laughs> oh my god! You built roller coasters. Yeah, I did. But, but once they walked in the park, it wasn't the roller coaster that was going to be the ride of their life. But it was... 
Jeez. All right. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Uh, Ma- Martin, what have you been playing, dude? Any pickups? Uh, I haven't been playing too much, actually. Um, but I guess I'll start off with my pickups. Um, I got Tekken Tag Tournament 2 today, which was released oh, cool. today in Europe. Um, none of you guys any are... Are you guys I've, Tekken fans at all? <laughs> not Tekken fans. I've seen the uh, the the arcade cabs around Sydney, though the new ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm it sure looks, it'll be yeah. fun. I'm sure it's a fun game. It looks like Tekken. Yeah. I don't know how to play Tekken though. I Me neither. <laughs> I haven't been playing a Tekken game since Tekken Five, so that's a long time ago actually. But Tekken Tag Tournament Two is like Tekken Five on fucking crack. Yeah. It's it's so fucking high paced, and you can execute all these fucking weird combos and shit. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this game. <laughs> um, I've been playing it the entire day today, pretty much. And nice. um, yep. And I also got um, let's see, Groundlancer Four: Wayfarer of Time for the PlayStation Portable. And that is one of the last titles for the PlayStation Portable. Exactly, at least in the U.S. Um, so I decided to pick that up because it's one of the last releases. Might as well support the console until it's death. You know. Hell yeah. Um, and I also picked up. <laughs> I also picked up Gungnir, which was another JRPG for the PlayStation Portable. Also released like two months ago in the US as well. That's a tricky name to pronounce. Gung- yeah, definitely. Gungnir. Gungnir. <laughs> yeah. That's G U N G N I R. Huh. Gungnir. Is that like a strategy RPG or something? Yeah, it is. It's a strategy tactical RPG, which I'm not yet that into, but I figure I might as well give this a try. Cool. Yeah, and uh, my last pickup was another copy of uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask for the Nintendo 64. Nice. It's, yep. It's a Swedish edition, which I hope to pass on to someone else who needs it oh, at some point. Cool. Yep. Really cool. It's hard to find those complete uh, Scandinavian... Uh, Berisola copies, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move on to my pickups and what I've been playing. Uh, I have, uh, I've picked up Castlevania: The Dracula X Chronicles uh, for the PSP, which is a sort of a 2.5D re-envisioning of Castlevania: Symphony of the Night. No, sorry, it's a Rondo re-envision- of Blood. Yeah, yeah, Rondo of Blood. Which was originally a uh, PC Engine game, wasn't it? Yep. Or was that the or was that the PC eighty uh, eight? No, game? no, that's PC Engine. Okay, yeah, because there was there was there was another Castlevania game that was on a much more like on that sharp Japanese computer or something, wasn't it? The yeah, the X sixty eight hundred or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, this is a revisioning of Dracula X Rondo of Blood, uh, and hidden in there it also has the original versions of Rondo of Blood for the PC Engine, and uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Nice. Oh, cool. a little PSP UMD. It goes right next to my copy of Hitch. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, I picked up, and I've been playing a lot, uh, Beat the Beat Rhythm Paradise. It just nice. came out. Uh, it just came out here... Uh, you guys know it as Rhythm Heaven or Rizamo yeah. Tengoku in Japan uh, on the Wii and it's fantastic it's by far the best Rhythm uh, Tengoku game so far uh, 
the Australian press, which I never thought was going to come out, like the, Nintendo took it off their website months ago, and then it just sort of one copy just sort of showed up at my local EB, and I got it, and I haven't seen it anywhere. So it's a very very limited press, it seems. Uh, the European uh, version actually had some extra dev time to it to include an option to use the original Japanese soundtrack, which is what a lot of people make a lot of sort of uh, videos for on YouTube, and they, they use a lot of uh, references from the Japanese version of that game. So I'm playing through that with the Japanese soundtrack, and it's really, it's so much goddamn fun. One of my favorite games of the year, easily. Uh, Rhythm Paradise Beat the Beat. I love it. Cool. I also picked... I also picked up Project Zero uh, Wii Edition, which is originally a PS2 game, one of the fucking scariest survival horror series ever. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was called. I think it was called Fatal Frame uh, in, oh, in, yeah. in the States. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fatal Frame. Fatal, Fatal Frame, yeah. Uh, Project Zero over here and uh, Europe and Japan, I think it was also called Project Zero. I could be wrong there. But yeah, uh, the, uh, it, 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 it was re-released and remade for the Wii, and, um, yeah, Project Zero 2. Fucking scary game. One of the last Wii games as well, so I picked that up. Very cool. Uh, I got We Love Katamari on the PS2. Love that game. Uh, I got Haunting Ground on the PS2. A very considerably rare uh, survival horror game for the PS2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked up the first Project Zero for PS2. Nice. Um... What else? I got an original copy of Metal Gear Solid 2 for the PS2, the special edition with the DVD and everything, and booklet. So I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid 2 at some point real soon. Hell yeah. Been, pl- been playing a lot of Samba de Amigo for the Wii. That game is so much goddamn fun. Uh, I love it. It's you know it's a couple of years old now, the Wii version, but yeah. Get it for cheap. Have some fun with it. Uh, there's a lot of work put into the remaking a lot of the music for that game, and there's documentary videos on it on the disc, which is actually also quite uh, interesting. I've been playing Kirby's Adventure Wii, which was uh, not Kirby's Epic Yarn, but the Kirby game that's been in development since the GameCube days that was originally supposed to come out on the GameCube. Uh, they gave it a few more years dev time after they shelved it, and it is now Kirby's Adventure Wii. And to my... It is the best Kirby game of all time. It is so much goddamn fun. One of my mm. games, one of my games of the year so far. Kirby's Adventure Wii. Go pick mm. it up if you can. Mm. Uh, I got the exclusive first day version, special edition of Tales of Graces F for the PS3. Yay! Uh, now you've talked about that game a lot in previous podcasts, uh, Martin. You, you beat it and all the extra stuff on it. Yep. Uh, there was a special Australian press that came out only on the first day of release. Uh, which comes with an art book and a CD soundtrack and some stuff, and in like a sort of a NES box, next NES game shaped box, and it's really nice. I like it. It's good. Did you guys know that the uh, that Kojima Productions put out a uh, RPG on the uh, DS? Oh yeah, no. Lunar Lunar Nights was it? Yeah, Lunar yeah. Nights. I just picked up Lunar Nights. Huh. Uh, so I'm gonna play that at some point. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I know nothing about it except yeah, it's, there you it's, go. Koji, it's a Kojima game on the and it's a JRPG on the DS. Very cool. Yeah. And that and uh, that's it. And that was episode 17 of the Gaming Cult podcast. A big thank you to our special guest, Last Cody. Cody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. And of course, go check out the Ice Cream Stories game stream and site and blog and stuff, and go do that. It's good. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, add Eric to Facebook. He loves. Oh yeah, Facebook. Can't get enough.
Uh, Martin, thank you so much. Thank you. Tomorrow, from the state of recording, I am catching a flight to Europe. And where will the next episode of Game Call Podcast take place? Who knows? Who where even knows? Could it, where could it be now? Where could it be now? Uh, Zach, and also thank you a little bit, but not much. Oh, but I, I was entertaining, right? I mean, yes. you guys were all very entertaining. But, you, know, you, talked to, you, you talked about shit a lot. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It's... Hey, Jake, what's the thing that you're, te- you're teasing Zach with, and you told him he was in kindy? Tibba dibba Cindy. Ha! Huh, I have, a, I have a comeback now, Jake. You're a gaybo. <laughs> 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 uh, gaming Cult Podcast at gmail.com, facebookcom slash podcast. We'll see you next time, guys. Gaybo Bye, nerds. Podcast. Pikachu. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>